What were you saying earlier? Specifically about what? <laughs> what you are know, we getting into? Just everything about life. and <laughs> Weren't you talking about uh, molecules and how we got into this world? Oh, sure. Yeah, I know a lot <laughs> about science things. I, 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 the DNA. The DNA is something, right? I think that's yeah. something science-y. DNA and RNA. I don't know which is which. Yeah, I like the letter R more, so I think I'm going to talk about that one, even though I have absolutely no knowledge whatsoever. I know it science. stands for uh, diribonucleic acid. Not the R. No. <laughs> Wait, isn't that DNA? Yeah, DNA. <laughs> I don't, I was just fucking with you because I said RNA earlier. And maybe know. that's just <sighs> ribonucleic acid. Ah, hey. You, yeah, yes. So maybe it should really be DRNA. D, well, that's the best of both worlds scientifically, mm-hmm. right? I yeah. feel like we are fucking we we should be doing science. Yeah, we should be doing. I don't know why we're not out there. It is right interesting now. how like there's this like peaks and valleys when it comes to knowledge. Like obviously, when you're like a little kid, you want to discover stuff, figure stuff out. You know, watch Bill Nye and whatnot. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then there's a stage like maybe not for everybody, but it's like probably around high school. To like early, you know, adulthood, uh-huh. where you're like, yeah, fuck learning. I knew, I know enough. I fucking know everything. I know how to make chocolate. Whatever. Who cares? Like, I know what babies come from. Uh-huh. So then they're like, I don't want to do any more knowledge learning. You know, I yeah. don't want, especially now, probably where it's like, yeah, if I need to learn, I'll go on YouTube. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Have you ever? I mean, <laughs> there's people that I know that are like, because not most people aren't exactly like that, 100. percent You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there's people that I know that will just assume that they know everything about a subject. Oh yeah. Like I will, I will talk. I'll just bring something up, and they're like, you know what? No one has a better chicken sandwich than Chick Fil A, <laughs> and they'll have a whole thing about it. You know, like, yeah. like goddamn it, calm the fuck down, and then and I'll go uh, see my <laughs> review page on YouTube. <laughs> I break down all the best chicken restaurants. <laughs> I, it's like how do, I don't I don't even know how they got to the point where mm-hmm. they were talking to me about like a half hour about mm-hmm. fucking chicken sandwiches. I don't yep. even know how that happened, you know. And then eventually I'm like, well, McDonald's has a new chicken sandwich. Have you tried those? <laughs> and then and then they're like, you know what? I haven't. I haven't tried the McDonald's chicken. Right. You know. And, and you then name off like three different places, and they're like, no, I haven't. And you're actually like, well, of course you think Chick Fil A is the best. That's the only one you've gone to. <laughs> uh-huh. And I know that maybe some people that are listening would think, oh, McDonald's has the shittiest chicken sandwich ever. Try the three dollar chicken sandwich. It's actually All pretty right. good. Yes, it's actually pretty. Fucking good, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's like a home style chicken sandwich. It is. It's legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it's legit for legit. sure. Jet. Have you ever seen someone on stage and um, like they're? I, I saw this guy recently. He had a he had an he had a great set, but he wasn't talking to anyone. <laughs> Have you ever seen say that? he brought up McDonald's? No, He's no, just no. eating McDonald's. No, I was just thinking about this like complete side note. I think I do this a lot. I go off on tangents that yeah, aren't related at all. That's fine. I was just, I, I, I was at the show and I was booked at the show and I saw this guy on stage and he had a pretty good set, but it was like listening to an audiobook. He uh, wasn't talking to anyone. You know what I mean? That's right. really weird. And was it someone so- on stage like that? Did it sound like he was like reading? It, kind of. Like but not doing really. like a like a script or like a one man play? Yeah, he seemed like an, maybe an actor. I guess maybe like mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Because because he it's not like he didn't have punchlines. Like he had jokes and the jokes were funny, but I didn't yeah. want to laugh at them because I was like, wait, we're right here. You see that we're right in fucking <laughs> front of you, right? Like it's David Sedaris. He's doing his new book. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, you're not a comic, you're a humorist. Yeah, and I, I don't know. And, and it just felt like a fuck you to the audience. Mm-hmm, I don't know why, mm-hmm. but it's just like when, when someone doesn't acknowledge your presence, especially if you're part of the audience, right. it just feels like you're completely alienated, you know? Like, well, I, like, I've known certain guys, uh, and I knew a guy specifically that kind of started around the same time I did, mm-hmm. and he started as a comic, and then like maybe six months later, he started going up as a spoken word artist. Interesting. So, I th- <laughs> But he's still like, that's the thing, it like went, I think it was like, 
he was more of a guy that did do that where it was like a like a scripted story that he would kind of tell and yeah there would be like little like beats and jokes and stuff mm-hmm. but he would not pay attention to the audience at all there would be no like you know in the moment riffing or any like type of acknowledgement so then like you could totally tell like it was just going off of memory like just the script uh-huh. and i feel like in a weird way it was like okay when he started getting brought up as a comic, he would bomb and nobody would laugh and stuff. But then once he started going up as a spoken word artist, people would laugh at the times where there were like, you know, jokes or whatever. But it was interesting where it's like the fact that he decided to like change his medium, but not change his material. <laughs> it's like, I'm not a comic. I'm a poet, mm. but I say funny things. But as a comic, you're not that funny. Yeah, no. But no. as a poet, you're you're hilarious. <laughs> that to- that that totally makes sense. Yeah, at least I mean, I guess he knew how to adjust his act to yeah. make it, you know, to to actually make it marketable or whatever it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there's a guy that recently, and um, it's almost like there was too much valleys. Like if, like it almost feels like yeah, like as a comic, there needs to be like a joke per minute type of thing. Yeah, but as a poet, it's like you don't need to make any joke. You uh-huh. could have the whole thing be not a joke at all. How, how many? How many? Play, I'm curious. The joke per whatever you know time mm-hmm. time time limit or whatever it is. I've I've heard different things, and I've I've heard from uh, from clubs. It's uh, per every 15 seconds. Yeah, you know, I a heard punchline, a, right. Yeah, I heard a, a a booker on at the ice house in Pasadena. Uh-huh. He said that it's like uh-huh. if you're doing a three minute set, you should have 12 jokes. So that's well, four jokes. jokes, like you said, fifteen seconds. Four mm. jokes a minute. Now, does he mean twelve punchlines? Yeah, like four, like okay. twelve times where they should be laughing. Okay, yeah, that that exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. That, that 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 actually makes sense if you if you add it up. Yeah, fifteen seconds every every fifteen mm-hmm. seconds. That's the thing, though. Like, are you going to be counting down the seconds and like changing your like punchlines just so it lands on like every fifteen seconds? For some jokes, I do. I mean, like for but some jokes, I condense like, it and then yeah. But would you say that like? You hit a you like have a joke that has a big punchline, but then you have like three little tags that go after that. Uh huh. Yeah, it adds that, up. Is that like considered four jokes? I know exactly. Or what is you that mean. like just one joke that had three tags? Yeah. No. Okay. Um. That's gonna be. I mean, the tags themselves. Those are. I mean, if you take them entirely out of context of the joke, that's a punchline. You know what I mean? So I but mean, it, without yeah. the f- first part. Oh, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah it's just some non sequitur still... like tag. Yeah. That doesn't. The tag is only there because the joke first hit. Yeah. So now you're just trying to ride that. Mm-hmm. initial punch i count it as a punchline i don't know because like, yeah. it's another laugh it's another laugh and mm-hmm. another laugh you know mm-hmm. like yeah but those are three now laughs that like went five seconds apart so uh-huh. now it's like okay now i don't have to now make it as like a next joke 15 seconds now i can maybe take 30 seconds yeah. for the next joke because it was more of like a, a a segment of jokes instead of it just being like just one and then 15 se- seconds of a break and then another like Dat Fan from uh, Last Comic Standing. Yeah, was he on the first season? I want to say he was, yeah, first or second. Okay. I, I forget. I mean, it was early on. Yeah. But he mm. would calculate it to that extent. Yes. Where he would, like, literally watch his sets and then go, like, see right here? I should have been saying this earlier. I got to, like, <clears throat> there was too long of a pause between, like, laughs. And it's like, dude, you still crushed it or whatever. Like, you still, <laughs> like, you know, had people laughing their ass off and you're like yeah but it wasn't five seconds earlier than they should have been yeah <laughs> stand-up comedy open mics interviews and the podcast too it's just a day in the life for daryl williams
Hello and welcome to This Comics Life, guys! This is me, your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. Dude that's hanging out with another fellow comedian. Are you surprised? No, you shouldn't be. And, of course, I'm speaking with a man that goes by the name of Andrew Mercado, or Mercado. Close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like you should maybe go uh, like uh, buy Andrew Market? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be a little. Uh, I don't about, know. What about weird. Andrew Supermercado? Supermercado. Um, it's a little better than Market, but it's still a market. Yeah, yeah. It's, a little, it's true. <laughs> I don't it's true. Know. Yeah, and it's. I've, I've always had this thing where um um where 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 where, where people will come up to me mm-hmm. um um like they're going to trick me and and ask me if i know what my own fucking name means yeah. you know what i mean i think that's right. really weird right. and like it's like jesus know. yeah like i've had i've literally had this name my entire life i think i figured it out dude you know <laughs> it's fine yeah they're <laughs> mansplaining your <laughs> your name yeah pretty much mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> mm-hmm. did you know it means market <laughs> yes white man i did and you would think it'd be white man but it's literally everyone that mm. knows spanish you know what oh, i mean right, <laughs> and right, sees right. my face and it's like that guy doesn't know spanish right that's Wait, did someone that knows Spanish name him and then abandon him? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're thinking. It's, it's weird. It should be like Andy Market. That's what your new Andy, name. Andy Market. Yeah. Andy Market. Those are. I don't, by the way, another thing. I uh, don't like Andy. I don't know. I don't know why. I've yeah. never, never liked Andy. Yeah, it's, it's always, always been Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. Yeah, make it Andrew. Yeah, and it's. I don't know. I don't know. I always think. I always thought about change my name. Uh, my, my last name but at the same time I want people to know that I'm slightly ethnic so <laughs> so what's the lineage like your family is my family my, my dad is uh, is Mexican full blooded and uh, my mom is part Italian and part uh, Greek part I almost forgot that's mm. weird wouldn't that yeah. be crazy if I'm just like what yeah. am I right now you know like... and that turned out white guy? And turn- okay this is an interesting, interesting um, uh, split as well because Half of my brothers are brown, so that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you were like made by the mailman. I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. get his twenty three and me. Maybe that's oh what? Maybe that's why I've always hated mail. Mm-hmm. I've always hated the mailman and mail. You know? Like I just have a trash can on my front porch, not a mailman, not a mailbox. You know, just <laughs> so what is the family life like? Do you do you like your parents? My, do I like my parents? I like my parents. They're nice people. Mm-hmm. That's that's about as uh and and, and uh, you know that that's about as far as I'll go. I'm I'm civil with them. They love me. I love them, but they're not somebody that I connect to on any other level. You know, right. like yeah, right. they're, they're they're very conservative. I'm very I'm very not. You know, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. and uh, and and uh, we're just we're entirely separate worlds politically and uh, religiously because I'm also not religious mm-hmm. and um, I'm just the black sheep of the family. You know, grew up uh, in a very conservative neighborhood, Catholic, and um, got out of there because I needed to. So that's mm-hmm. pretty much yeah the relationship that I have with them yeah i wouldn't say i'm the black sheep of the family but i would say that i'm maybe the black goat the black goat the black greatest of all time mm-hmm. okay that's pretty cool yeah i mean if you're gonna be greatest of all time you should be black right? yeah of yeah. course mm-hmm. of course that's lebron and they still haven't like really uh figured out that i um, i'm secretly black from the inside that's true i mean you have the name that's it yeah you know? yeah that's i used cool. to uh, have a joke about that the only reason why my name is Daryl Williams is because my mom didn't know what race she was going to have. <laughs> and she was just going to like, go, well, let's just name him something that could be either race. Yeah. <laughs> or either it's gender, because ambiguous. there's also uh, quite a few females that are named Daryl as well now. Interesting. I haven't met one, but I know they exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I follow uh, a hot chick that's named actually Daryl Williams. That's fucking cool. Yeah. 
And uh, when I say follow, I mean masturbate too. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, but she that is definitely a uh, like twenty-one-year-old like sorority chick, and ah. she uh, is named Daryl Williams. <laughs> and I figured out that because I'm a narcissist and I Google myself a lot. That reminds me of something I thought of recently. Well, we're gonna keep going. I'm sorry. <clears throat> no, but I was just saying like that. My name has some range to it. It has a lot of like. I don't feel like a lot of people can say like, oh yeah, you're that name could be some twenty-year-old. 21-year-old hot chick or a sexy R&B singer uh-huh. or a white guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. You're right. Exactly. I mean, as far as narcissism goes, I, this is a little bit off topic, but you said narcissism. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to remember. Do you think – I'm wondering like the like how common it is for someone – because I know that this happens, first of all. I know that people can get a mold of their own dick yes. into a dildo, right? Yes. That's a thing that can actually happen. Or chocolate. Or chocolate. Yes. And um, and they can probably make that into a strap-on dildo. I'm sure that happens as well. I'm sure people get pegged, you know. But yes, um, but I'm yes. wondering if they've ever done it with their own dick, where they make their own dick oh, into a strap-on yeah. dildo, and they have their partner fuck them with it. You know what I mean? That's the That's, most narcissistic thing you can fucking do. Yes. I would think. I want to fuck myself. Fuck myself with mm-hmm. my own dick yeah yeah that's 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 just a funny idea to mm-hmm. me and i don't even know where to go from there but for a while i was laughing for like half a day knowing that that's a possibility that can happen <laughs> we can just fuck themselves with our own dick i would totally talk to that dude and ask him uh a lot of follow-up questions mm-hmm. a lot of questions that maybe involve like uh, his masculinity yeah <laughs> but not in like a condescending way mm-hmm. definitely like um why do you feel like your dick is the best dick? I think that's how Donald Trump has sex every time. <laughs> yeah, he fucks himself with his own dick. Yeah, yeah he has them fuck him. Mm-hmm. When I just, I, I never, I didn't, I said I wouldn't talk about Donald Trump. I said I wouldn't joke about Donald Trump. I'm joking about Donald Trump. It's happening. <laughs> I had a female uh, that I was uh, dating for a minute, mm-hmm. and she hit me up about uh, molding my own dick because she was uh, saying that she that's was going to. That's a huge compliment, man. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That could have been the one. I could have been that the could one. Could have been the one. If but you I did not saved. give her your dick. I didn't. You didn't give. You didn't. Lit, you didn't give her the dildo of your dick. Nope, yeah. I didn't. And <laughs> that was my detriment. Like that was my bad. My bad. So tell that. Uh, that's in, that's that that that's a weird notion to know that 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 because of that very specific weird decision, your entire life could have been different. I know. I could have been <laughs> married with eight children by now, and they could have all been like. Dad, how'd you become? How'd you meet mom? And well, she asked me to make a mold of my dick, <laughs> and it was history ever since. <laughs> wow, Dad, that's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. I so. um the uh, thing about um one of the last people that I was one of the last girls I was dating for for a while. Um, she asked, like, this never happened to me. This has never happened to me before. I always thought it was a thing that was just weird. The whole dick pic thing, obviously, mm-hmm. most women just don't like. I mean, unless it's asked for, which makes sense, but I don't know how often it gets asked for. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's right. a thing that's, that's asked for very often of men to send them a dick pic. And this was the first time that's happened to me where she was asking for dick pics, like, more than once. Wow. Like, she would just ask for dick pics like, of my dick. Like, in any way? Or just, she just wanted them <laughs> She however? just asked. She was just, like, in a way, okay, the, she, the, the first time she asked me, I was oblivious to the hint that she was giving because it just never happened to me before. Right. Like she was just like, Hey, how early is it? Like how early into the relationship is it? Is it acceptable for me to ask for a dick pic? And she said, asking for a friend. And obviously when you say that, it means for you, but I was, I thought it literally meant asking for her friend because I'm like, right. eh, she's not going to come on. Right. Come on. Your and friend she, is slutty. Yeah. It's like, that's crazy. Her <laughs> no, like, 
Like, I don't, I don't know. I guess you had to be a little bit like, like you'd have to know each other for, and I just got into it for no reason. Then eventually she's like, no, I just want, I want your, I want, can you give me a dick pic? You know, yeah. like she's and did you me like comply to it? I did. I yeah. did. And I feel weird about that now because she has my dick pics. Mm-hmm. She just has. Oh, that's right. My, yeah. Just my dicks are, are out there. My, but my it's dick, not like your face dick. or it's not like there's like some sort of a, you know, a defining mole or something like that on your dick that you could oh. be like oh yeah that's andrew mercado's dick for oh sure. no yeah the, the, the only defining characteristic is you can tell it's a hipster dick that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like holding a ukulele it's got, it's got a ukulele it's got glasses yeah yeah and hair <laughs> mm-hmm. it's vegan <laughs> it's ve- it's ve- i can't do this the whole vegan thing is weird to me yeah no that's yeah, yeah. that was just a weird thing my dick only eats kale <laughs> Yeah, it just and just it was just weird for a while sending out dick pics to someone that was asking for yeah. dick pics. That was it's one like... of my first bits. Is uh, well, not a first bit, but it was a, a bit that I had early on, and uh, it went pretty well. And I still even bust it out every now and then. Is uh, the fact that uh, why don't we have filters for our dick pics? <laughs> yes, like we need like top hats, monocles. Ah, that's a great idea. Like fourth of july is just coming up uh-huh. like why don't we have it looking like a, a rocket ship that's just about to explode or some fireworks Buzz or whatever had an, buzzfeed had something like that i don't know well, if you saw that video yeah it's the, it totally took your thing yeah they took know. it it's weird yep let's timestamp it yeah. let's figure out when i first said it versus when buzzfeed came out maybe they heard your podcast when they, you were talking about it at some probably, point and they were just I'm assuming like holy they did. fuck that's the this guy doesn't that have any clout we can do this brilliant now. yeah we are stealing this dude <laughs> that has nobody listening except us buzzfeed mm-hmm. <laughs> they'd have like it was like their girlfriends would dress up their dick mm-hmm. that's what it was like like mm-hmm. they put like a mustache on it and yeah. glasses, whatever it is there's you know, a variation yeah. on that yeah there's uh-huh. and i even actually ran into a comedian once that heard me do that bit and then he was actually telling me about oh i do a similar bit where he actually did the dressing up where he would like yeah put like a, a fake coat on like the dick or whatever or make it look like you know a british man or whatever <laughs> and it's like okay i get it we're both talking about dicks and how we could decorate them. Yeah. <laughs> but is there a difference between Snapchat making up filters versus a dude actually just putting on costumes? Uh, yeah. No, th- no, there totally there is. is. There, there totally is. is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not trying to diminish your idea. That's a great idea. No. You know, it's just that. The, the, I know it's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> I, yeah, don't need to be told how great my jokes are. Uh, they, they already are amazing. <laughs> Uh, but no, I feel like uh, there are those things that are always going to go into like where the it's like a, a group thing type of mentality where it's like, of course, there's going to be certain premises that other people are going to organically think about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's your opinion on food? Like in general? Like I like food. Yeah. Wait, wait what's uh, what's your do you I mean, what are your favorite like like <laughs> yeah. I have a I have a philosophy that, that I just think that food should be easy to eat and that's it. Oh, yeah. I like, I I mean, I will say, like, I'm more of a foodie when I'm uh, with a woman. Okay. With a lady. Uh huh. But obviously, when I'm a a single dude just making food for myself, it's more like just caveman, whatever the easiest thing. Utilitarian. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's taking, it's going to take 15 minutes or two minutes to just reheat something. Like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Or, yeah, fast food, unfortunately. Yeah. I'll hit that up a lot, too. Especially at open mics. There will be like, well, I can either, make something at home or just go to this open mic that's got chili fries and I'll eat that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I just, I, I feel like there's so much bullshit. Like, I mean, you're, are you going to want to come off of like a long ass shift and like actually eat seafood? You know what I mean? Mm, like, are you mm. actually going to want to sit down 
and break open like an armored sea creature <laughs> with tools, yes. you know, like and take out a sliver of meat at a mm-hmm, time. That mm-hmm. take like why would you want to? Why you know it's like sophisticated? It's I guess it just it's so much like because it's got a market in, price on it. <laughs> two hours to eat something that you're not even satisfied of, right? Like, when you're finished eating it, you know. Like, I'll admit I I love seafood, but yeah, I don't need to be. Uh, cr- cracking it open like just serve it to me in the pasta yes. or serve it to me in the crab cake form or yes. whatever bring it to me ready why do yeah. i have to put up with all this bullshit you know well, i feel go like manual labor like i just came off work half of a lot of uh, restaurants are that way where it's more about the presentation and more it's about the uh you know oh you're cooking it yourself or like with fondue it's like you're you know you're it's more of the experience uh, not necessarily like what you're eating. I get, yeah, yeah, and and the, the whole thing with art with food too. When you go to those fancy mm-hmm. restaurants and they have a presentation on the plate with you, and it's like I just want to eat. I just I'm here to eat. Jesus fucking Christ! I don't know. Uh, I just I just feel like everything should be burritos. <laughs> it should be way easier. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it, it was just it's all self-contained. It's all there. Yeah, everything. All three. Yeah. the main ingredients that just you want right there. Whatever you want into this mm-hmm. tortilla. Your plate is the tortilla. Mm-hmm. There's no plate. You eat the plate. <laughs> you know, it's way better that way. No, I like yeah. that. I like that idea a lot. Uh-huh. that new uh porn that i started watching uh that i noticed was i guess a new trend is this and i totally understand why it's a thing but i totally don't see it happening in real life where there's this guy jerking off in a hotel room and then he has like a maid show up and she's like originally just like oh i'm trying to just like you know clean up the room she notices him jerking off does she get upset or weirded out or run away no she's like (laughs) Oh, do you need some, you know, help? And it's automatically now this maid is like, you know, jerking him off or whatever. And it is totally hot uh-huh. for sure. Uh-huh. But it, but in the back of my mind's like, this isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> if I tried to do this, I would be not allowed in that hotel ever again. Uh, maybe at least there'd be some charges pressed for sure. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think, I don't know. I understand that, like, porn is all about this, like, weird fantasy. fantasy. Yeah. Uh-huh. But the fantasies are most of the time totally unplausible. Yeah. They have to be somewhat plausible for, them, like, for them to be. I don't know. I guess they kind don't. Of we'll, we're still going to check off. What live in? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, if we lived in the world of porn, like, all the tropes of porn were, like, just real things uh-huh. in, in our everyday life, like, all of us would have had, like, some run-in with our stepmom. All of us would have been uh, blown by a pizza boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, all of us would have had these like, yeah, that's just, what? You've never been blown by a pizza dude? That's <laughs> fucking dumb. What? Uh, what, what happened? What, what, why is it stepdaughter, stepdad? What, mm. what is going on now? It's like a shade or like it's incest adjacent uh-huh. where it's yeah, like it's... not quite incest, obviously, but it is taboo. Like, and I don't know why it's taboo. Like, why is it taboo? Like, oh, our parents fucked or are like married and are fucking now we can't fuck because our parents did it before. Like how, ta- why is that taboo? Wait, you think that this happens a lot? Really? I don't know. I'm not saying nobody's ever hooked up with their stepsister, uh-huh. but I'm saying it probably happens. Right. Have you ever hooked up with your stepsister? No. <laughs> Do you have a stepsister? Yes. You have, would you think about hooking up with your stepsister? <laughs> I probably did at like 13 or whatever. Okay. I got gotcha. you. You know, I, I caught her 
in the shower one time or something, you know, just by accident. Uh-huh. And of course, I was like, wow, it's not like looking at my biological sister, I'll tell you that. Can I hook up with your stepsister? Yes, you can. <laughs> I will give her your information off the air. Gotcha. <laughs> you ever had anybody hook up with your siblings? Like that you knew? The, like in a situation in which uh, I was, I was, uh, I, I guess I was cognizant of the knowledge. I'm not, I can't really think of anything. I just, I, I do know that there's, I do know that there was somebody that was a close friend of mine, mm-hmm. and um, and and uh, and then she ended up just being fucking just a terrible person. And then now she's my brother's girlfriend. So, uh, and <laughs> so how there's that. Is that. It's fucking. It's weird. I yeah. don't know. It's just. And why is she a terrible person? <sighs> because she's fucking your brother. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I get you it. should see my brother. He's worse than her. No, I'm just, <laughs> <I> just can't. <laughs> right? No, I've had friends in high school, definitely, and you know, just in my life that hooked up with my sister. Uh huh. And it is weird, where because like, there's a lot of people that w- that come up to me and go like, "How'd you let that happen? Why? Like, who would you let?" I'm like, I'm not I the keeper of shit. my sister's vagina. I like, <laughs> hate that shit. They're their own person. Yeah. They can control, you know, they have their own decisions. Yeah. They're independent. Now, if he said, Shut like, the fuck up. if she said, like, he forced himself on me or whatever, and I would definitely be like, well, now we got to talk to this guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but if it was like, uh, I like him and we hooked up at a party and it was consensual or whatever, I'm not going to be like, what? No, <laughs> nobody could fuck my sister. Nobody fucks my stepsister but me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not even stepsister, like real sisters too. Like just oh, like you actual... fuck your real sister? Yeah. Well, oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we are twins, so I would assume we fucked in the womb too. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. no, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. you're come on, you're in the womb, you're in the same womb mm-hmm. with the, with another girl for nine months. You're not gonna yeah. fuck her. Come on, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're in that kind of confined space for nine months. It's like Who you're always it? spooning, right? Come yes, on. Yeah, like... yeah, exactly. Maybe that's well, why how I would love you it. not get a baby boner? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, nobody told me that she's my sister. <laughs> they told me that after we were born. Oh, my God. How long can this incest bit go? I'm curious. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's see how... I think I fucked it up by saying, how long can this incest bit go? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it went wrong. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. Wait, no. Let's find where it... Oh, no, just, like, backtrack and keep going. Oh, Speaking fuck. of uh, sex, I guess, and just weird things, uh, you were talking about off-air about a date that you recently had. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it didn't lead to sex, but it was interesting. Yeah. It was, uh, it was almost like, uh, like, a, like a Twilight Zone episode, but like oh. if Twilight Zone was a comedic series. You know what I mean? Does that make it? It might not make sense right now, but I was thinking about... The nature of what went on last night, and it was just—it mm-hmm. was just kind of bizarre. And I—I I, I will say that there were there were reschedulings for a while. We were supposed to last night. We were supposed to see a movie, right? And then and then and a then man sh- tried to find love online. <laughs> yeah, we, whatever. We 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 were supposed to see a movie, and and then we we she canceled. And she's like, "Oh, my friends want to go to a bar. We want to go to Alex's bar." I'm like, "All right, cool. Like, I've been there. It's it's fine." It's and interesting then, always too when you're on a date and. Uh, there's friends involved. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When did this? When did this turn into a group thing? <laughs> yeah, and, and and I feel like I feel like initially they they they'll do that because they want to feel more safe around a new person, Clearly. which makes sense. Which I get makes it. Sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I I totally get it. I, and I feel weird when women are threatened by if 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 I feel they ever are threatened by me yeah. because it's it's I'm I'm a pretty non-threatening right. person. You like, know, like I don't know. It's yeah. At the beginning, like especially like myself being like obviously a, what I would assume or what I would call myself as a nice guy. Uh I wouldn't think that's the thing. It's like I wouldn't 
I don't want to like say like, oh, I I give off this vibe of like creepy douchebag or whatever. But it is like once you get those types of like little signals of like, yeah, let's meet here. I'm gonna have these people come with me. Blah blah blah. It's like. Wow, I, did I give off that vibe? I, I hate that I fucking feeling. That vibe. <laughs> and then you're neurotic about it the entire fucking night. You're like, what does she feel like around me? I don't yeah. want her to be uncomfortable, you know. Mm-hmm, like, and then mm-hmm. you're just weirder, and yes. you don't want to be weirder. Yes. And then you're thinking, you're like thinking about how weird you're being, and, and now it you're makes it worse. Trying to also impress like three people instead of one. Yeah, yeah, I fucking hate that shit. I mean, mm-hmm. and. and I've gotten to the point where I'm a little more comfortable in groups now because I guess I'm because I'm doing comedy. It's like it's easier to, to just to talk to people in general. But um, yeah. But last but last night was where we went. We went to the we went to Alex's bar and and um, and I don't know what made me think of this, but I was talking. We were talking. We you know we actually have a lot of chemistry when we're talking to each other. I was talking to her. Her friends were on the dance floor doing whatever. We were drinking, mm-hmm. and I was talking to her about this Twilight Zone episode called Mirror Image. Do you remember the Twilight Zone episode, episode Mirror Image? What's the like oh, the, basic? Okay, plot. the basic plot is that there's this woman. And she's um, she's at a train station, mm-hmm. and um, she's traveling to whatever undisclosed place. They don't necessarily say what it is, but she starts to notice that her luggage is moving in different places, and she did not move her luggage. Interesting. And different things are happening that only she would be doing, That's and tight. she did not do it. Other people saw her do it, though, and she's like, how the fuck are what? people seeing me do this shit? And I never did it, but it's someone that looks just like me. She finds out there's a doppelganger trying to take over her fucking life. Whoa. Crazy. Mirror image. Yeah, mirror image. Okay, so that happened. We were talking about that. Yeah. And then, and then I... I was telling her about how so reluctant. She knew about it. Yeah, and and the reason I bring that up is because the that same premise comes up in real fucking life mm-hmm. last night. Okay, <laughs> okay. So so uh, so I'm not. I'm a re- very reluctant to dance. I'm not a dancer. I like to drink. I like to go to bars, drink, hang out, talk. Sure, like we're doing right now. Yeah, and um, and so 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 everyone was on the dance floor. She's like, I'm gonna go dance. She went to go dance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fine. I'll drink here for a little bit. I'll dance with you later or whatever. I'm not really, you know, in a mood right now. Right. But um, but event at some point, some guy comes in. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Some guy comes in. Yeah. Looks kind of like me. Awesome. Looks kind of like me. Almost <laughs> exactly like me, actually. <laughs> my glasses. Wow. All right. My beard. Yeah. All right. But he has like a jean jacket on with like you know pins on it. Like oh, he's in high school. So he's a punk. Way you know what cooler I mean? than you. I guess a cooler version of me. A little bit shorter too. I don't know why that's relevant. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he comes in and he's like, and I'm like not a good dancer or whatever. And he's like, he's got the moves. He's got the shimmies. You know, he's yeah. going all crazy. Girls he's love got, a dancer. Yeah, girls love a dancer. Girls mm-hmm. love a dancer. So, so he's got all the moves, and he's all happy. You can see his face, like, yeah, you know, like yeah. he's fucking killing it out there. Right. Starts dancing with the girl that I was dating. Of course. Okay. And it gets kind of weird. And I'm watching him. I'm like, okay, maybe this is just a friendly dance, and this is cool. It's not like we're together or anything. Right. This is fine, but it's also very awkward. Did you ever feel and it like seems you rude? You know, to like, step in. Did you want to step in? <sighs> I, I felt like it. I felt like it. The first time it happened, uh, it just it just happened, and then he went outside to smoke or whatever, and we continued talking. It continued mm-hmm. to be civil. Later yeah. on in the night, same thing. Comes back in, dancing already. You know, like he's dancing as soon as he fucking walks in the door, and he's like killing it again, and then he comes on the dance floor, and he's dancing with her, and then I'm seeing them, and I'm like, you know what? I just got to end it now. I just got to end it now. This guy, and then I, I think this guy's going to take my life over, is what I'm trying to fucking say. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. This is my Twilight Zone. And how, like... Intimate is the dancing moves. How are like <laughs> how close is he getting to her? He's getting pretty close. Right, he's getting pretty close. He's like right. like I I can like they were like a, a lombardo. Yeah, like they were far enough to the point to where I don't think that she could see that I was watching them. Mm-hmm. But I was and I was with yeah. Like and, yeah. how many digits do you think he had in her? That <laughs> I I don't know that specific. Okay, maybe at least one. Yeah, maybe at least yeah. maybe at least what maybe at least one. But I had them. I saw them with their phones out. I don't know if they were changing numbers or whatever mm-hmm. they might have been. Mm-hmm. And and it's like like I said. I I'm not gonna get that mad about it. This is only the second date I've been on with her, but this it just seems very rude do you to think bring she was someone so else drunk? out and you know just and do that. You know, like yeah. Do you think she was so drunk that uh, she thought she was dancing with you? 
she saw it. She, she's like, yeah. It's like I, I thought it was weird that you had a jean jacket on, but I don't, I don't know. Like suddenly you were like really cooler. Like, it's like you can dance. Wow. Yeah. You wow. really can dance. You fucking lied to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like later in the evening she's like wow it was really cool like when we were dancing together and you're like oh, what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> you know you really hunch over when you dance you look a lot shorter no that wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> and then you still fucked her though <laughs> no and honestly that whole thing put a really bad taste in my mouth and i knew i had to wake up early today anyway so i didn't i didn't i didn't go to i didn't go over to her place she actually did invite yeah. me i, I didn't want to do it i don't know it was just fucking weird it was just a weird thing that's the thing with Ugh. online dating is like you would think that like you can weed out a lot of like those types of peculiarnesses or like things like okay we're going to have we're going to have so much in common blah 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 but then yeah once you meet each other it's still like idiosyncratic things that just go oh yeah i didn't think you were gonna be like this exactly exactly <laughs> but you are like this yeah and and, and i've tried to be and a it's little not more like careful it's, and it's weird yeah like you can't judge i mean it's not like they're bad people they're it's not. like yeah. i just want just, a I'm different better. person <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not that like they're bad it's just i'm bad exactly <laughs> <laughs> i like that <laughs> And then I'll just not care for a while again. And I think that's part of the reason that I was such a late bloomer. Like, I didn't care about literally anything until after high school, mm-hmm. you know? And then and then when I started uh, accruing some kind of interest in something, um, it, it just it took a while to grow because everyone else has all of their interests earlier on, you know, it seems. Yeah. yeah. If you can find a passion or find something that you love early, mm-hmm. like, that is half the battle. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> that's my problem. Oh, I wouldn't say problem, but I ran into a lot of difficulty because... Everything that I would start that I kind of had an initial like, oh, this could be cool, I would do for like two years and then realize like quickly, this ain't cool at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, whatever I thought this was going to be, it's not. Yeah. So then I would just go on to a new pursuit or whatever. But the problem is with a lot of, especially in this, when when you do this with your career or any type of money making aspect, employers don't like that. They want experience. They want to see like, oh, you did what we're asking for and you did that same thing three years ago for this other company. Cool. We'll now hire you. Oh yeah. Like you can have three years retail experience, but then you go into some sort of like, you know, service industry and they're like, so do you have any of service experience? And you're like, no, I worked in retail and they're like, so what big whoop. And just take that adage to any type of, you know, career. And that's the thing that I kind of ran into is that like, if I just stuck with one thing for 12 years, I'd probably be making more financially than what I'm doing now, which is just like finding a new pursuit every three years and then starting at the bottom every time you start something new. Yeah, I feel like if um, if it was one thing, then it would be, uh, yeah, I would just be like a champion uh, video game tester because Ooh. I would just play video games my entire life. <laughs> that's like... I've that's t- the one constant really <laughs> i don't want to burst your bubble but uh or maybe i shouldn't say that maybe i should say like i don't want to bubble your bobble okay <laughs> uh but i i 
talked to a few game testers, and ah. they feel like it's the. They told me it's the most mind numbing thing that you could ever do. Like it's not playing the games. It's like you're you're trying eventually. to find bugs. Yeah. So you're basically like based doing the same thing over and over and over and over, just in different slightly minute ways, to try to just find uh, bugs in the code, uh-huh. or to find like okay, this is when it shut down or this is when it uh was it didn't allow you to jump blah 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 and then you just tell somebody that makes the game like hey by the way here's a little bit of wrongdoing takes all of the joy out of playing (laughs) right you're not just like playing the game going like oh this is a complete game that i just get to like play and then later tell people like what i thought about it (laughs) like (laughs) it's like no you're trying to literally break the game so other people that buy the game don't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, that, <laughs> that that makes sense. I guess the only reason I brought it up is because that's the only thing that I've been doing for an extended period of time well, playing, that I'm actually yeah. into. You know? Playing video games and getting paid for it uh-huh. is definitely a dream job, for sure, for oh, yeah. most people. Um, but I feel like there's different avenues. Like, obviously, with uh, streaming capabilities, you know, who doesn't, you know, with half a brain cell and knows how to play Dig Dug really well they could go on Twitch right now and like, you know, create a huge channel of them just playing Dig Dug. I don't understand Twitch. I just you don't, don't get know it. Twitch. I, I know what it is, I just don't understand it. I don't know why it appeals to anyone. There's like, so there I don't know why. I mean obviously it's because I'm old as fuck. <laughs> but uh there's a huge market for watching other people play games well. I I'll yeah. admit it's mostly in the retro area where like I'll watch like speed runs and shit like that where it's like YouTube videos of like this guy beating the original Mario Brothers like in seven minutes or something. Oh, and yeah. That's like, wow, that's amazing. And he doesn't like he does it on one life. <laughs> and he doesn't even like push the left button. Like it's all like he just goes right the entire time. Like, <laughs> and you're like, how do you do that? Like yeah. that's amazing. Like, that is fucking pretty crazy. Yeah. And you just pick a game and there's something out there that's probably some speed fantastical run for that game and you're just like wow there's somebody out there that could do that <laughs> not me yeah like but i feel like there's a lot of comics that uh do twitch but it's more of a comedy type of thing where they're like you know commenting it's more as like like mst3k but with video games there was a mic i did in hollywood that doesn't exist anymore um at an art gallery and mm-hmm. randomly, Andy Milanakis walks in. Nice. And, uh, He's uh, he's uh, <clears throat> and they're like, kid, get out of here. <laughs> right. That's what they say to him everywhere he goes. It's so funny. But he's broadcasting on Twitch, um, the entire mic basically. Yeah, nice. As he's coming in, like it wasn't. He was maybe there was maybe a fourth end of the mic or whatever. But right. he was, you know, he was just filming with mm-hmm, the rest of it. It was, mm-hmm. it was funny. And like people weren't really saying anything. They're just like looking at Andy Milanakis, and he's just like focused <laughs> on broadcasting the, the the open mic. Yep. This is like, this is like the most bizarre Hollywood experience. Well, maybe not the most bizarre, but you know, it's just weird to see him randomly doing that <laughs> yeah it was interesting uh, how twitch came to be there was it used to be called justin tv justin tv yeah and then um it was originally this guy that wore like a camera on his back 
and just broadcasts his life like the whole time. Jesus fucking Christ. And it was just like this, you know, day in the life type of shit where you just watch this guy do random shit. And then eventually like he would have like people like, you know, have a, there'd be like a chat room and like, or a comment board. And the comment board would tell him like, hey, do this or go here or blah, blah, blah. And then he would start doing like basically whatever like the people would tell him to do. Huh. Until it got like weird, like like sadistic and like they would say like, you know, like flip off a cop and shit like that. (laughs) And he's like, nah, not going to do that. It's like, wait, my dick's in my hand right now. I was following the other guy, what the other guy said. Let me finish really fast. (laughs) Right. How do I come and... And accost this uh, police horse. <laughs> no, but I feel like, uh, and then that's the thing. So then, I guess in some weird way, like he sold it, or like it turned into Twitch instead. But then once it went to Twitch, it it basically just turned into this huge like gaming stream feed where you would just start to watch people play games. And then, like, how do you even get paid to do that? How does it even work? It's subscriptions, and you have okay. like people that donate. You know. F- currency you know digital currency or whatever so like you have like but it's all this like subscription based model it's like just basically people just donating to you based on how good you are or yeah. how much of uh, entertainment you bring to their you know to the feed and you can do anything right not just play games oh yeah the majority is games but you could literally yeah just like andy melanakis just yeah broadcast some random mic yeah, yeah. random mic people broadcast uh not only like video games but i've seen a lot of like people uh, broadcasting like D battles like uh board you know role-playing games on like boards and stuff like that so it's ev- it's everywhere but i feel like it you definitely have to i don't know how you get that following but once you have it you know you can definitely make some money at it yeah it's it's i visited a friend recently we were playing poker or whatever by the way i'm fucking terrible at poker never invite me <laughs> to play poker no, with in fact you. i'm going to I invite anyone. you because your wallets are deep right <laughs> my wallet no oh, okay oh by the way that, that that's why i thought that that characterization of you was interesting mm. uh, high middle class whatever look like i was doing no man i'm poor as fuck like i'm really not doing well <laughs> oh what <laughs> no I but thought you had some white privilege no way well i mean just based off of my appearance yes i get that i understand that completely you know but no i'm probably one of the most poor people <laughs> you will ever meet. White people can be poor, too. Oh, what? yeah. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah. No, I was at his friend's house. We are playing uh, poker. Yeah. And um, next door neighbor Texas is a Hold'em. Twitcher, apparently. Oh, yeah. Texas Hold'em. Mm-hmm. We're doing mostly that because he wants to do other weird shit that nobody else understands and everyone else right. is like, we only understand Texas Hold'em. And we're like, okay. So we just right. do Texas Hold'em mostly. I will admit there are some <laughs> other cool poker games, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate all of them. <laughs> um, but <laughs> No, but um, uh, the, the, ne- no, the, the neighbor, she does Twitch, apparently, at night. Yes. Okay. Okay, so we're we're doing our thing. We're having fun. She knocks on the door, tells us to keep it down. Is I'm broadcasting hot? Twitch right now. She was actually not bad. I yeah. would not. I would. I wouldn't mind going for that. She, I feel like a lot of female uh, Twitch users are definitely of the attractive persuasion. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and apparently she was doing. So she does weird stuff. We do not know what she does on Twitch. Yeah, you we can were do speculating. a lot. You can play. <laughs> you know, she could be playing Pac-Man Topless or whatever. No, I know, I know. And like, and, and one of the reasons we were speculating is because apparently he hears a lot of different weird things at night. Coming mm-hmm. from next door, mm-hmm. and like one, like I guess sometimes she jump ropes. She just jump ropes on Twitch in her apartment. Yeah. And her, then, <laughs> I mean, obviously she must have a huge personality. I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and she she was uh, and I guess multiple times they heard her crying. Ah. Is she just crying in front of the computer? 
Mm-hmm. Is she broadcasting just her sobs? Yes. To the masses. Well, maybe she's and making just, money. You know, she just lost at Madden and <laughs> it really hurt herself. Maybe she couldn't do that one hundredth jump rope mm-hmm. jump. <laughs> she's and then trying she to do, breaks down crying. She's trying to play Fortnite while jump roping, <laughs> and uh, she's just not getting to the single guy. Yeah. You know? I don't understand Fortnite either. Fortnite is uh, things. Yeah, yeah, it's what the kids call a uh, battle royale simulator. I guess. And uh, you're basically a hundred people get dropped off into a uh, scenario, and it's last man standing. Uh, so looks it, it's it's hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's there's a few different variations. Like obviously Fortnite is uh, uh, the newest, uh-huh. but then there's also PUBG. Okay. And uh, I thought that was a different game. The, yeah, they are different games. Oh, okay. I thought you yeah. meant that they were like it was like an offshoot of uh, Fortnite. No, the, okay. the PUBG was before Fortnite. Gotcha. All right. But it's still popular. Uh-huh. But people want to say that Fortnite is you know the the next variation of it. There's you know more customization, a little bit more variations in the guns and shit like that. Okay. Okay. It's um, yeah. I don't want to get too nerdy, but uh, I don't even play it. So I, I mean, yeah. it's it's fascinating that i even know this much about it <laughs> i think i just get annoyed at, at something that literally everyone plays you know what i mean yeah, like that's a weird thing to me like there's a lot of so games weird. like that though that like have that like just spark and then they just hit and then they fizzle like next year there's going to be another Fortnite. who knows like like there's always a minecraft there's always a pokemon go now it's Fortnite. you know <laughs> and when it's something and it, it's, i have this philosophy for a lot of things for like if it's if it's something that and i know that people say this but I'm talking about things that are that hit huge mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking about literally every like The Office. Yeah, you don't know somebody that doesn't like The Office, probably. No, it's a, definitely like, a, a brilliant show. It's a great, uh, yeah, it's a good. The American show. and the British one. Yeah, but I still hate that everyone loves it. I don't mm-hmm. care if I like it. I mm-hmm. do like it. I hate that I like it. Maybe because I because everyone else does. Uh, you know, like it's so one of those weird. things. It's your hipster like trope. A little bit. Fuck. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. You got me. Shit. Yeah. It's, no. <laughs> I've I've been that way. I've been that dude where, you know, you find something that you enjoy, and then you realize like, oh, this is super popular. Yeah. And then you're like, Ugh, it doesn't. It's not just for me now. It's for everybody. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> but then other things like Game of Thrones or Mad Men or whatever, like you know, fill in the blank TV show, Breaking Bad. Yeah. People don't care. Like, oh, it's just for me. That's one of the shows where it's like, no, I want everybody to know about it because it's so amazing, and I want to talk to everybody about it. That's true. That's true. It's not like, oh, I just want to like hoard it and have it just be between me and my five friends. Yeah, yeah. Like those are the shows, like like Doctor Who, uh-huh. and yeah, the Star Treks and shit like that, where it's like, no, nah, it's just us. But with with Game of Thrones, it's like no, it's clearly everybody, and we uh-huh. don't we don't give a shit that it's everybody. Yeah, and I, I think the reason that, that it irks me a little bit, and, and it's not like I'm not one of those guys that's not going to watch it because everyone watches it. Westworld like, is good. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, you know. But but at the same time, it's like I feel like it doesn't necessarily forge any new relationships. You know what I mean? Like if if there's somebody you re- you're really into, you're not going to be really into them because they're into Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because everyone <laughs> loves Game of Thrones, so who gives a shit? You know what I mean? I like, fell off. It's Game not of a Thrones. unique relationship. Huh? I fell off, you Game, fell of off Thrones, Game of Thrones. Like around season two. Like okay. After t- maybe season two, three and a half or whatever. Am I coming through? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm not hearing it. Okay, okay. Keep going. No, you're you're definitely coming in. Okay, gotcha. Coming in. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like uh, I don't necessarily have a predilection for like either or, where it's like people need to watch this show, people don't need to watch this show. It's like I will tell people. Oh, this show is pretty good. Yeah, you should check it out. But 
the next time when I see them, if I go like, hey, did you check it out? And they went like, no. I'm not going to like then hit them up a third time and go like, well, why aren't you watching this show? God damn it. <laughs> it's like I told them about it twice and they they know about it. Like they know. Yeah. They don't need me to oh, no, constantly for sure. No, for sure. yeah. tell them about how great this show is. But I also feel like there's so much content out there now where it's just like, I guarantee, I know there's 80 shows that are amazing that I'm not watching. Oh, yeah. Just because I don't have 80 extra hours in this week to watch shit. <laughs> how do they even have time to make all of that? I don't know. I think that's weird. I mean, I guess it makes sense if you think about them as individuals, but I don't. So, <laughs> Well, every like channel has like you know so much content that they're putting out and there's like 800 channels and not only like cable channels but online channels and like i swear i watch so much just youtube stuff that's like just on youtube now they call it premium they they changed it to from red oh is it because there's pornhub red yeah never mind what's the other one red tube red tube Red Tube. maybe that's why they changed it and a lot of reds Uh definitely they're like yeah we we probably shouldn't do that (laughs) so now it's youtube premium okay gotcha but even then there's like so much content on that as well as like, yeah, all the other like online streaming services. And, but here's what's more even telling to me is even though that there's so much new shit out there, nine times out of 10, I'm still watching that like cheers rerun Mm. or that like old sitcom that was just back in the day. And it's like just nostalgic. And it's just like, Oh yeah, this is when I was eight. This is a simpler time. Nice. Yeah, no, I totally get it. It's something very specific that means it's very intimate, you know, mm-hmm. to, to to you. Uh, I totally get that. That's some, something I always go back to. Is, is like I'm gonna fucking bring back Twilight Zone, but yeah, I always bring back Twilight Zone. Yeah, Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of my favorites. I made out with a like I want to say, not the first girl, like, but like maybe the second girl I was ever like into. I made out with watching Twilight Zone. What you remember? What episode was? Yes. What? It was the episode where. Uh, the guy had the stopwatch and he could stop ah, time. Okay, I remember that one. And then yeah. like eventually he stopped it, but then he broke it. So then it like stayed still forever. Oh fuck. Yeah. And then he couldn't like, you know, restart time again. That's it. yeah, I love that. It just they that's one um I guess reoccurring theme. Madness. Mm-hmm. Always dealing with madness in some way. How someone can go insane. You yep. know? Yeah. Just over a, a couple of different shifts in life. Like, you could be, like, cool, you could totally have, like, your shit together, and then literally one thing can change, and you're, like, suddenly an insane man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Or just your whole life, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, like, I don't know. I've always felt like that in some way. <laughs> I, I, I don't I, know if I would get that way. Uh huh. I, I get obsessive sometimes for certain for certain jokes, and depending on what the, what kind of show it is as well. Mm-hmm. If it's a, if you're getting a small amount of time on stage, if you're only getting five minutes yeah. or whatever, um, and it's whatever, it's a showcase, and there's a shitload of comics, they all get the same amount of time. Um, then then I try to make it a little bit tighter. What I usually do is I, I bring out some older material that I've just been working with forever. Yeah. And maybe and maybe recently added another tag to it, you know, or you right. know, something. Or you just want to say it because you haven't said it in six months. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh man. Oh uh, fuck. I remember like there's so many jokes like that too where like I'll listen to like, you know, back into the podcast and listen to old sets 
and I'm like, wow, like that actually kind of worked. I wonder why I stopped doing that. And then I'll bring it back. And since it's not been in my memory for five months, it's totally clunky and it's totally like, I got to like refigure out like, how do I tell this joke? Uh-huh. Cause the first two times that I like went back with it, it just went nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> how does, how does it feel when you have, maybe you think you have like seven minutes of new material. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. How does it feel when you do, when you have that? And then eventually it's all of a sudden three minutes, but they're like three <laughs> separate jokes. Like what, right. the, how did this happen? I mean, the jokes are better because they're condensed and they're yes, a yes. lot tighter, but it's like, I have way less material than I thought I was working on. You mm-hmm, know, like that, mm-hmm. that's a weird feeling, you know, like, well, you do tend to see, that's the thing. Like when you first go on with an initial premise, you go on with like eight beats but then you figure out, like, oh, four of those didn't really work. Yeah. So then you're like, well, let's just keep the stuff that did. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, now suddenly it's like eight beats went to four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's like, well, maybe I'll, like, create another five, like, you know, sometime down the road. And maybe it'll come back to eight. But who knows? Maybe it'll just stay at four. Yeah. And and and, it, and, it, and it's... um. It's weird writing these because I mean they, they, they really are so personal to you. You know, mm-hmm. you, you you develop a, a connection to every bit that you have. A lot of them, at least. Some of them you just throw away. You're like, fuck that one, whatever. That wasn't me. You know, but but yep. some of them you develop such an intimate relationship with that you don't want to get rid of that extra shit, mm-hmm. and you keep saying it for a while, and you're like, this is gonna fucking work. You know, like you like you have this punchline <laughs> that works really well, yes. and then after that. It's like it's whatever, and and like I think anybody would tell you objectively, you can get rid of that, and it would be fine, and just go on to the next thing, you know. But like you're like, no, this is what it was supposed to be from the beginning, you know. Like it's it's hard to get rid of some of your material sometimes. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I <laughs> I had a joke about like uh, an early joke about um, watching a transgender porn, mm-hmm. and then I I quickly realized that uh, people were very on the fence about like talking about transgender uh-huh. in a, and it wasn't even in a weird, like it wasn't in an insulting way. It was just basically like, I didn't know they were transgender until like four minutes in. Yeah. And then it was just like, but that's the thing, like that joke o- over time changed into just almost just like a one liner uh-huh. where it went from like a story to like just a one liner because the one liner people were cool with. They're like, okay, we still get it. It's still kind of, you know, not controversial, but it is like okay, a, a transgender joke. Uh-huh. But like, I realized that that one liner definitely is like enough. They didn't want to deal with like with the story. Like the whole story was like, okay, we get it. We don't want to hear like a whole thing about this. That can be problematic. I get but it. But yeah. one line, that's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. You can just like say like, women. Here's a tip or some fun that you can try with your man next time you're having an intimacy with him. Next time you're humping and pumping. Whispering to his ear, give me that big dick where my dick used to be. <laughs> see what he does. Just see what he does. And then move on to something else. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, you, no, you're right. I have, I have had some like jokes like that in the past where you say something quickly and then it's fine. It works well. But as soon as you start to explain it, mm-hmm. that's when mm-hmm. <laughs> that you get into the details of it. And they're like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, no, I'm still talking about the same. Like, no, you're talking about something else. And, like, yep. you know, they think that yep. you're getting into a different subject that's not even really there to begin with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, have a, I have another I have a joke I've been working on recently that, that it either fucking does really well. Yeah. Okay. Or, or there's something that someone picks out in the crowd 
whether maybe it's a really PC audience, I don't know what whatever it is, where they cringe at it a little bit. Yes, and they think I'm talking about something. There's some okay. Well, because I talk, I mean, you don't have to like give away the bit. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think of a way not to give. There, there's so much misdirection in this bit. Like, I mean, there, there, yeah. it just goes back and forth until you figure and, out what I'm talking about. And, that's and I think the part of the best part, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. And I've, I've been I've been playing with that a lot lately. But um, but but I I, I talk about um, I kind of meld two different worlds together in in uh, in, in within one sentence. Mm-hmm. And um and 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 I I say that I um that I'm, I'm counterattacking with the the line is I counterattack with the smash move. And it doesn't make sense right now. Like, obviously, completely out of context. Right, right, right. But, but, but some people misinterpret what I'm doing and what I'm saying as domestic violence, I think. Mm. And it's not that at all. I'm literally talking and about you trying a, to... a fictional world right. in which but there you're... is a smash move, and I think you know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're not trying to elude. You're not trying to, like, have some sort of, like, double entendre. Oh, no. No, no, not in that way. Mm-hmm. In a different way, yes. Not not in the way of like like hitting people, you know. Right, like right, I, right, I'm right. not going that way at all. Right. Yeah. But um. But it's uh. Yeah. It goes a different way. Mm-hmm. But people have s- told you afterwards. They haven't this... told me, but this is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this know. is why. Yeah, you're thinking why they didn't <laughs> laugh. <laughs> yeah, because because like I I'll, I'll have like it's it's and it's crazy because I'll get like some crazy good response from this joke. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and it's like fuck. This is something I'm definitely keeping. You yes. know, and then and then I'll and then maybe a couple times I'll do it, and it just won't get that response. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've had that in the same night. I've had like I go to my first set. It goes great. Uh-huh. It's totally like wow. This is like everything I was like going up with, like worked. Uh-huh. And then I go literally to the next gig, and do the, the verbatim the same set, and it just nothing. <laughs> just nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and the second set is the one. In a weird way, I almost wanted to work more. Uh-huh. It's almost like in my head, and maybe that's why. Maybe that's maybe one of the reasons why it didn't work is I went in with a different mindset. Mm. Like the first one was like, Oh, I don't care about this crowd. Not that I don't care, but it's like, I felt like there was less at stake if I bombed. I got you. So it was like, not as much of a risk for me. I still wanted to do well or whatever, but it was like, but if I bomb in front of this crowd or these people or whatever, it's like they're not going to tell Jimmy Kimmel. No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who gives a shit? Exactly. But it was. But the second one was more of like, you know, a show, and it was like it wasn't like an open mic. It was like okay, it's a show, and these people like supposedly want to see comedy, and they're totally like here to see comedy, and you're with it. Yeah, yeah. and then you're like, okay, it already worked earlier. You're going in like. With this confidence of like, yeah, this is going to work and it's going to be great and blah, blah, blah. And then your first like minute, it's just like (laughs) not going as well as I thought it was going to (laughs) go. And even when you address it and you're still like, all right, guys, this went well earlier last night. That still is like, so why isn't it working now, funny man? (laughs) It's it's comedy is such a delicate thing. Yeah, you know there, there's so many there's so many factors that, 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 that you're dealing not not just that you're dealing with that yeah. the audience is dealing with. Yeah, you know and, and and it's like sometimes they're just not. That's the thing. They, yeah, they, I was maybe yeah late in the night. Who mm-hmm. knows? Eight of those people could have just been yeah got told that their grandma just died earlier or yeah. whatever. That's I don't what know. I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like there's so many factors, so many variables that go into like, and that's the thing. Like you want to say like I'm a professional, and it's like. You're a professional because you got in front of a very good amount of people that just happen to like you. 
Like, there's so many people that I feel like, myself included, where it's like, I feel like I'm a funny guy. I just keep getting in front of a lot of wrong people. <laughs> or just people that don't find me funny. <laughs> that's see that's 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 an internal an internal bias as well. We're talking about different crowds that we're encountering and that's something that I that I've been having to that I dealt with last month. I mm. I, I, I was playing the crowds that I wasn't used to playing to. Right. And I because I'd see the crowds right beforehand and I'm like, wow these crowds are a lot. Like I went to had an ice house show and um there was a crowd that was a lot older than what I was used to playing against, right. you know, playing to. And and I and I think I had an internal bias going up that I was like, fuck, this is weird. You know, I'm used to playing to younger right. crowds. They're not gonna get my material. Yeah. Like, blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. But did they still and, 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 and I mean, it, they appreciated it, but I, I honestly think I would have done better if I hadn't had that internal bias. Because mm-hmm. l- like you're saying, you, you played to them differently. You were trying to, I, I feel like I was holding back a little bit and I shouldn't have been, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. I do that a lot where I, I, I go in with this mindset of like, oh, this mic is going to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you scan the crowd beforehand. Maybe you watch a couple of comics go on before you and then you just realize like, oh, it's like this. Or, oh, those five guys that talked about their dick jokes and it didn't hit. I guess we're not talking about dick jokes. <laughs> and, and it's, and I like to kind of do audibles on that too. Where like, I used to go in like with that just rigid set of just like, I'm going to talk about a, B and C. And then of course, like eight guys ahead of me talked about a and B already <laughs> to death. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I still yeah, went in going like, well, that's all my material. That's all I have right now. So I still go in. And then, of course, like, that shit goes nowhere, too. Uh-huh. But then, like, once I started realizing, like, oh, well, if those guys didn't... I don't know. But on the other hand, it's like, maybe they just didn't know the right dick jokes. Maybe yeah. your joke cracked the code. There's some really... Yeah, no, exactly. I might, so, I might have really have a, I don't really have a specific dick joke yet. But, yeah, there's... I mean... Or whatever it is. good dick joke out yeah. there. Yeah, there's some good <laughs> dick jokes. Like, I've, I've seen it with Trump, too, where it's like, you know, eight guys will go on... And talk about Trump and That's just tough. fucking eat a dick. Yeah, the, and then another dude, <laughs> like or a female, will go on and or whatever, and then uh-huh. they'll kill with it. Yeah, and 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 the thing about Trump, it's such, it's, it's such a weird subject because he does so many things that are already yeah. ridiculous and, and and funny and and also very heartbreaking for all of us, you know, and it's a. Uh, it's like, how do you make fun of something that's a complete caricature of himself already? You yeah. know, like, yeah, so that's why it's, it doesn't always go, most of the time does not go well. Well, you know, like, at this stage in my <laughs> life, too, I don't know about a lot of other people, like, there's literally nothing that I could hear about him uh-huh. that I'd be like, what the fuck? That's it. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> I, if, if soon as they, if they said something like, he, he just got caught uh, fucking a cat, and, <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, what? Sounds like Trump. Yeah, Donald <laughs> Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck. It's fine. Donald Trump fucked the cat. Right. Yeah. yeah. Did he do it in the Oval Office? What? Did, where? <laughs> I mean, you know, it would hit the cycle for a week. Breaking news: President Trump found having sex with a cat. We're at eleven. And then next week, yeah. we wouldn't care. <laughs> We should get this in on the podcast. Invite them in here. Yeah. No, um, I don't even. They probably can't hear what's going on. Gonna... There's a fight going on outside. I, mean, I don't know why I'm yelling this. This I is know. probably not good. I'm antagonizing it. them further. I'm sorry, Daryl. <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder if they're fighting about us. They're like, those two dudes are yelling about fucking dicks and all their stupid comedy bullshit. I swear to God, I have a good Donald Trump joke. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, those those two people definitely fight quite a bit on this. Not on this podcast, but in, uh, in just in life. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I live in a, an apartment complex that is very tumultuous let's say that
That's your Jimmy Durante, right? Exactly. Okay, so I always check the mic. Guys, welcome to another edition of Pitch Please, aka Daryl. I have a new name for it. No, it's Movies Ain't Shit, but Pitches from Pros. I like it. Me too. I think it's good. It needs to be like with a hip hop beat, like Movies Ain't. Movies ain't shit, but trips and hoes. What? No. Pitches from pros. Yeah. Yeah. Movies ain't pitches. What? It's a little bit of a tongue twister. Yeah. But also, it's not as hard as you're making it seem. I know. So I'm retarded. <laughs> I know. Guys, I don't know how to speak sometimes, but let's just move on nonetheless. It's a good thing that you're working in a medium that only works with <laughs> vocalization and sound. No, no. You know, nothing you can look at I would to distract be... yourself. Nothing uh, to communicate through body language. <laughs> Just speech. I would be great at podcasting if it didn't have to deal with talking all the time. You'd be a good mime. Mm-hmm. Like a clumsy mime, like, but a good one. I could do a really good podcast for the deaf. I think you could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you could. Okay, guys. So, we're here with April Lotshaw. Hello! The movie crusher. She just comes up with hit after hit. And again, we're coming up with another hit today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, a few hits. Yeah. Thank you very much. This is, I think I'm entering a more experimental mm-hmm. phase of my development. Uh, so I'm really trying to push the boundaries, you know? First one, interactive experience. Horror film. Nice. I like it already. Like, terrifying. They do great in the box office, and mm-hmm. honestly, if you can do it well, it's amazing. Yeah, and what? there's been a lot of horror movies that had, you know, weird gimmicks that got people in the seats. It, no, one th- this is going to be my paranormal activity. Awesome. Uh, it's going. I'm hoping to do a series, but the first one's the only one that I have the spec written up for. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be an immersive experience where you, the individual, mm-hmm. experience first person a two hour long meeting with your financial advisor to talk about your retirement fund i'm sorry dave i'm afraid i can't do that whoa and about when you'll be able to retire if (laughs) if you'll be able to really it's two hours i'm afraid don't be afraid no be afraid be very afraid it'll be called for amazing k Mm-hmm. B401K, but the K stands for kill. <laughs> so the, the stands for kill the me now. Final, an- yeah, I was gonna say. So what's the the ending? Do the do we kill the financial planner because he didn't set up our Roth IRA right, or do we get killed? No, you find, by boredom. You find out whether you can ever hope to retire or not. I know, yeah. And it, what kind of cuts to your lifestyle you're gonna have to make? And so it's like fully immersive. So it's yep. your real financial stats. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. That's the ultimate goal. Like technology, I don't know if technology is there yet, but that's what we want it to be. And like the climax of the movie is like, you're only investing 4%? Your company will match up to 6%. What are you doing? Don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative! Yes, no, that's... It's, don't ruin it. I know. Daryl, that's like... It has some twists and turns. Let me put it that way. There's some twists and turns. Uh, you find out a lot about some stocks that you invested in pretty right, heavily a few right. years ago. I won't tell you where that goes, but, you know, ooh, edge of your seat. Yeah. So Maybe some product placement later with those 
big only, ticket items. Only Quicken. Those, those blue chips. Only Quicken product. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's produced by Quicken Loans. <laughs> Some would call it a two-hour ad for Quicken Loans, but I wouldn't. It's much scarier than no, that. I would call it 401k. The K stands for kill. That's exactly So right. 401kill. Yep. Yes. <laughs> That's it. 401kill. And I feel like uh, it definitely could have like a very huge star for the financial planner role. Oh no! Like we're talking anybody, like really. uh, you know who Woman, I love as the villain from mm-hmm. the Netflix series of unfortunate events. I'm thinking Neil Patrick Harris. This isn't just getting laid. This is market research. You see, my legendary success rate of eighty three percent. Man. And do we dress him up like an old crotchety man? That's no, like... he's him because he's his character mm. is going to be that character who's very slick and smooth and appealing ah. because they're symbolic of the devil. Yeah, like the devil. I was just yeah. thinking, like the devil. No, he's going to play your financial <laughs> plan is the devil. Yes, symbolically speaking. played by Neil Patrick Harris. Yep, and NPH. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Or maybe, you know, Mandy Patinkin, if we oh, could get him. Oh, yeah. I would like to have a working relationship with Mandy Patinkin. I feel like, like he could. He's... I would cast him for, you know, mm-hmm. I, I could find He's roles doable. for him in all of my yeah. films. He's still on, like, is Homeland still a, a thing? I don't know. I think Homeland's still a thing. If not, don't matter. He could still do this as with well. or without Homeland. You keep using the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. Mandy, we will work around your schedule. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to give up your Broadway career uh, or your other commitments that you have, but, like, I need you. You're my you're my muse. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And then <laughs> getting at some point say, my name is Mandy Patinkin. You invested in my father. <laughs> Prepare to die. <laughs> it's the ultimate goal. <laughs> that's that's going to, yep. Okay. Yep. It's pretty good. It's going to be the tagline. Nice. Okay, so... Sizzle reel. I I already like this. And this is going to be, like, you know, a very cool, uh, you know, a think piece. It'll be one of those ones where, you know, half of America loves it, half Mm -hmm. hates it. Critically acclaimed. Probably won't do great in the box office, but maybe it'll surprise us. And and maybe they, uh, you know, at the end of the movie, um, you know, give you a copy of your, you know, financial plans for free. I don't know if we can afford that. Okay. You might have to pay for that. Also, guys, they will be your financial plans as planned out by the devil. So Played by Manny Padankin. Or Neil Patrick Harrison. Yeah, whoever we can get. Yep. Anyway, moving on to the next pitch. Okay. Already a winner. We already got one we in the can. already got one. So I clearly have played around a little bit with the idea of the animal film. Of course. You know, it's the Liam Neeson and his dog. Yeah. You know, the the story of just the pet, the Marley and me, the mm-hmm. that's close to your heart. And who uh, doesn't love a good dog movie? Exactly. Or so, animal movie. Exactly. So that's I'm that's what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do a just blockbuster animal film. It's gonna be about a young boy who becomes best friends with a killer whale. Oh. And the, but it's this beautiful, gentle killer whale. Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds familiar. Because, though, it lives at SeaWorld, and because of its inner tank environment, it ends up framed for the murder of a trainer at mm. SeaWorld, and then is put down. Because the whale wasn't broken, the system is. It's going to be called Willy. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he's not freed. He actually goes through a huge legal battle and ends up getting prosecuted and death penalty. Yeah, for the, the alleged murder of a yeah. trainer. And then after he's dead, that's because, when he gets exonerated. Is it because he was more black spots on his body than right. white? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's for the audience to decide. Yeah, you would think that justice would be blind, but they actually see only black. They just they paint the rest of the white in with black mm-hmm. with their minds. Yes, so it was a, a an all black whale. That's why they put him down. <laughs> but so that's gonna be like like that's like my social commentary piece. But mm. also, can just we... really exploring that and and an, the love that you can have for a pet or yeah. for an animal that you can't even communicate with, but you still love it. I like the harsh reality though of the ending. This is way better than Free Willy, uh, but because you know that's obviously about a whale that escapes captivity and yep. this one is about a whale that gets murdered <laughs> so it's a whale that is in captivity so long that it becomes a part of the system yep it's indoctrinated mm-hmm. and it eventually mm-hmm. falls prey to it i just don't understand what happened in there that's right. just institutionalized institutionalized my ass the whale's been in here 50 years Haywood. 50 years this is all he knows in here, he's an important whale. He's an educated whale. Outside, he's nothing. Just a used-up whale. Both riders and both flippers. Probably couldn't get a library card if you tried. You know what I'm trying to say? Red, I do believe you're talking out of your ass. You believe whatever you want, Floyd. But I'm telling you, these walls are funny. First, you hate them, and you get used to them. Enough time passes, you get so you depend on them. That's institutionalized. Shit. You can never get like that. Oh, yeah? Say that when you've been here as long as... Willie. Goddamn right. They send you here for life. That's exactly what they take. Part that counts, anyway. And is this going to be half, like, CSI, you know, procedural drama, where it's going to be, like, you know, uh, crime scene investigators, like, trying to prove his innocence or, like, prove that he, the whale actually did it? Or is it's- it just going to be, like, a witch hunt, like... We don't care about evidence. Get the whale. That's no. That's the thing is that it's gonna fo- it's gonna follow that, but it's gonna follow what ends up being clear to I think the viewer and I think America uh, to be essentially a sham trial. You know, it's it's gonna be like uh, the what the OJ TV series, right? It's gonna be yeah. more media spectacle than actual evidence, and and then it's just gonna be also played with public opinion. You yeah, know? and obviously since. Yeah people hate whales right now they're gonna want to crucify this whale figuratively and literally well it's just like they like whales when they're free but if they're living in a tank if they're in the inner tanks Mm -hmm. of sea world then you know of course you'd think that they're gonna murder a tree yeah <laughs> what did a free whale come and murder the trainer in right. the night and then leave somehow? <laughs> but I would like to point out that that is exactly what might have happened. Yeah, and that's also get that gets brought up by the kid. The kid is all like, maybe it was another whale. Maybe look at one of the sea lions. It has some scuba gear in its mouth. Look at it. Because he's a child, so no one listens. Nobody cares. They're like, whatever, Skippy. Who gives a shit about... Why are you even here? That child grows up to be a serial killer <clears throat> in the yeah. follow-up film. Mm-hmm. And he kills only whale trainers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're going to franchise it. But it'll still be social commentary. <laughs> right. That'll right, still be right. about um, the victimization of 
Well, it's like whales. It's like Friday the 13th, where like technically the first movie is about the mom killing all the campers. You know, ah. Jason doesn't actually come into the first movie. He comes in in, in movie two. So, so then obviously that's when we have you know the serial killer come in. He's coming in at movie two. Exactly. So we, don't, we don't have him. You know, we have the whale being the victim in the first movie. Then it's Skippy. And it just turns into a huge manhunt. <laughs> That's exactly it. That see, you're understanding exactly where I'm coming from. No, I like it. And I, gonna, it, it t- and I think that could be some, you know, I'm you know, not trying to and this is jinx it, with but I'm events too. Yeah, no, I'm 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 thinking Oscars, well, mm-hmm. gold men when I'm making oh, this movie. I mean, those you know? are hot when it comes to awards. Oh, oh, hell yeah, they are. I mean, we already have Blackfish. We already have so uh, the Cove. People being wrongfully accused for things. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just I think it's the right. I think it's the right thing. No, this, this touches a lot of beats in for our, our pop culture, like what is on the pulse right now in America. Exactly. Okay, so, you next, ready? Yeah, we're two for two. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I saved the best one for last. Booyah! This is my final pitch of the day today. It's a movie that some movies are inspired by a title. By yeah. a single sentence. But this is the movie. The idea came to me, and it it, it inspired many possible titles. Whoa. So I'm excited okay. that it's just a new, you know, it's a new type of art. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this film... We're this, breaking genre barriers, or...? Well, this is going to be, you know, my wacky happenstance. This is going to be a comedy. It's going to, like, also maybe make you cry a little bit, but awesome. mostly, like, it's just one of those really memorable mismatch of people mm. type comedies. You know, the odd couple. Right. All okay, that. Okay. Okay. So it's about three Hasidic Jews who take a road trip when they're named in a former SS officer's will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they take a road trip together to go to the will reading. Awesome. And I have a few different titles okay. that we're currently working with. So please just wait until I finish to give your mm-hmm, thoughts mm-hmm. about them. So. There's Jew talking to me, the simple tripe, Seinfeld the movie, what's the matzo with Jew? <laughs> I like that on one. Brie and Death. Uh, can't we all just get shalom? And you've matzo be knishing me. <laughs> I like what's a matzo with Jew. Pretty good, right? I like that like one. I like that one a lot. Like this is like a Hollywood blockbuster, like fluff piece, but you know, still you can just have fun sometimes. Yeah. What about like um, you know, since it is having to do with a will, you do like the last will and Old Testament. Mm, no, I could go with some Old Testament stuff. I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. I can get behind that. But I do like. Okay, what about instead of it being three Jews, we like mix up the hilarity. You know, in the car itself, because you know these three guys can't get along, or is that, or does that still play? Because three Jews could never get along in a car that long. See, because I was feeling a Three Stooges type vibe. Right. Is what I was going of yes. the, they from the outside they look like they should perfectly get along, but mm-hmm. they're all individual people with their own personality quirks who sometimes poke each other in the eyes. Yeah. And do you think like we should have like the last will and testament have them like inherit like 
uh, storage unit that really just has like a bunch of just Nazi paraphernalia in it or something. It's definitely what's going to happen. It's definitely like, no, it's whatever gonna... they inherit. They really don't want. <laughs> exactly. No, it's all going to be just personal possessions of Hitler. Mm-hmm. Like Hitler with the SS soldier, like just them and it's taking gonna be... selfies and stuff. Yeah, it's going to be like a caricature of Hitler from the fair or from this one time he went when he was in college. Yeah, he's like on roller skates, like <laughs> holding cotton candy. Yeah, exactly. And he's and he's pointing, and his eyes are popping out at a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Do you think Hitler would would like that was his like lament because he was an artist back in the? It's true. It's true. Like, do you think he would have like if he was just had a sweet job at the fair drawing caricatures out on the boardwalk? Out on the boardwalk. Know? Yeah, like tourists walking by, they want to see what they would look like if their head was giant. Like, you, if if only if Co- if Germany had a Coney Island that he could have worked at and drawn caricatures and had some churros. Okay. He would have definitely not killed six million Jews. Daryl, I think that I laid out groundwork for this script and you just made it come alive. I think that we can incorporate (laughs) all of that. That's what, this is why we're artistic collaborators Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. because like I say something and then you bounce off of it and then I bounce off that and and we just go back and forth until we have a masterpiece and called the thing like, what's the matzah with Jew? Yeah. And I feel like that's the thing, like Nazis, it's a never ending well of hilarity. No, forever. You could always draw from this well. I always laugh. Mm-hmm. I always laugh at those movies. Who wouldn't want to see three Jews get horribly, you know, shocked and told about their dismal history than with like it's very some, sad. Yeah. But who wouldn't wanna see that and laugh later at it? I would love to laugh at it. That's why it's gonna be a hit. Mm-hmm. That's why it's gonna be a hit. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, I feel like uh, Hitler's always in. It's always good. Mm-hmm. I wish I was Hitler. <laughs> People would remember me forever. <laughs> <laughs> I just systematically destroyed a, a whole group of people. Yep. Several groups, really. Yeah. Um. Maybe we'll keep that close to the vest. <laughs> okay. Okay. And okay. this this one. Last little tidbit. This is my fun little end bit. Just a little, like, teaser for anyone thinking, wondering what my upcoming projects will right, be. Right, right. What's, uh, what's on the kettle? Jane Fonda workout tapes, but they're feature length. And this is it! Woo! Get ready to work out. <laughs> Jazzercise the musical. Think West Side Story, but it works your glutes. <laughs> and it's in the theater. Yes, yes it is. Limited release. And it's Jane Fonda from today. Yep. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. Who doesn't want to see a 70-year-old work out in, in hot pants and leg warmers? Sweatbands? Headbands, yeah, all that. No, of course. That's, think, yeah, it's just, it's going to be West Side Story, where that's the only thing those tapes were missing was the understanding of the compelling drama behind the story of why she has to work her glutes. Yeah. You know, it's what's the it's a yeah, mystery game. Yeah, what does she want when she's teaching you mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. mountain climbers because it's actually good for your limberness as well as strength. And obviously Is she yeah. running from someone or is she running to someone? <laughs> we'll never know until we watch. Yeah, that's but that's like that's way down the line, you know. Oh. That's it's kind of too big a project right now. I want to give it the amount of attention it deserves. I came into my sexual awakening when, uh, to Jane Fonda's workout videos. <laughs> did you? Mm-hmm. How was that? Was my it, mom had them. Was she? Was she? Fo- did you consider her foxy? I at did. The time? She was definitely hot stuff. See, you're my key demographic for this film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I'm sure women would like to wear whatever she was rocking today. Like, that fashion oh, is would, coming sure. back. It's like fresh prints. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Neon colors. Yeah, the leggings with the, like, you know, bikini cut uh, onesie on top. It's going to be amazing. It is. So I have high hopes for that, but I'm really trying to not share too much about is this is mm-hmm. going to be very under wraps you know it's going right, to be very not right. a lot of talking to the press because we want it to just just wow people and we want them to judge it for what it is not what's being like said about it you of know? course okay guys man we've got some hits ready for you i mean this all just takes a producer's touch and we have money to be made right here on the table yeah, every time I'm yeah. full of good ideas, mm-hmm. and you know what? Next mm-hmm. week I'll probably be back with more. Yeah, just as amazing. All right, guys, stay tuned for more, and uh, thanks again, April. You got it. Bye. Um, so what about your comedy? Like, when did you start doing okay, I, um, comedy? I started, uh, what is it, 2018? I started three years ago. Okay. Um, and then, and then I took a lot of breaks. I, th- I was doing it off and on for a while, but I've been doing it a lot more consistently ever since last, I'm going to say December. Okay. December on till whatever it is now. It's June. I've been doing it. So and, like um, the sporadicness yeah. would be like once a month. Oh, like, oh, it would it once would be all three over the months. Place. Like, like for, I would I would go for a spate where I was doing it pretty consistently for maybe four months, and then I'd stop for three months. You know, something crazy like that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I just go on a hiatus for what a while. What would you stop for? Like, what would just... I, it was just uh, different things that got in the way. I mean, I, um, over the last three years, I've, I've been through a big breakup. Nice. I I, I, uh, I um I was with someone for five years. It was it was a big deal in my life. It changed me a lot. Is it because you didn't want to dance with her? <laughs> it's because um, someone else came into the club imitating me, and she thought it was me, and now she's with him, and I can't convince her otherwise. The same exact it's situation. Tale as told as I've time. been mirror imaged <laughs> twice in my fucking life. Is what I'm trying to say. I am the most unlucky person in the world. <laughs> I never understood a doppel. I mean, I, I get doppelgangers, but mm-hmm. my thing that I always kind of like obviously stone out again like you know i'll smoke weed and just like think of stupid shit but Uh, like i can't tell you how many times that i've like ran into strangers or seen people on the street or whatever and go like is that me in 50 years am i running into the old version of me like or or the young version of me or whatever because uh, it's like a spitting image of like oh i'm gonna look exactly like that dude in 20 years or i'm gonna i look like exactly like that kid 20 years ago it's those types of things where I'm like, it's not necessarily doppelgangers, but it's like, I always picture people, me in other stages of life. Like it's all cyclical or we're all living in this, like, it's like all the versions of me are living in the same year. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a very insightful way to put it because yeah, no, I didn't, I never thought about it that way. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I definitely am, uh, you know, smart. No. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of, uh, you know, peer-reviewed, founded ideas. No, you're a smart dude. I'm I'm fucking... I just just like to contradict things that sound No, thank you. I like that. That makes for a good pod. Um, No, but I I do feel like... um, I mean, I guess probably everybody does feel like that. That's the one cool thing about, like, what weed does is, uh, you know, it unlocks a different side of thinking. You know, it might just go like, hey... I used to think like this, and then I smoked this weed, and now I don't think like that. Hmm. Or maybe I, I've 
thought of something that I wouldn't necessarily have thought about if I didn't smoke. Interesting. Okay, well, here's here's something else for you. Is it better to be unique? Yeah. Completely unique. Or? Or is it better to uh, conform to uh, to a certain group, to have a community? Well, I think it's like kind of... Balance, I know you're going to say. Twofold in the same way, because I also feel like being unique in a weird way is being part of a group in itself. Good point. Because... There's so many people that like tried to be that outsider, and then after enough people were that outsider, it's like, well, now you just have a fucking group. Yeah. And like, pick a pick a thing like that you like a clique back in high school. Uh, you know those punks or the goths uh-huh. or the preppy kids. It's like they were all trying to be that because they didn't identify with anything else that was out there. Yeah. But then after enough people like were like, yeah, I feel that way too. It's like, well, now like you have whole stores catering towards like this like alternative lifestyle and it's and like it's no longer yeah, alternative. if hot topic no, is like selling your clothing then how alternative are you like but i'm not gonna lie it's not like i never shopped at hot topic or whatever it's I like just, that's funny I, it's it's weird how everything is so cyclical i was listening to npr this is weird mm-hmm. i'm just gonna bring up npr now on another <laughs> they were talking podcast. about goths or hot topic no, they, were, <laughs> they were talking about a movement a few years ago called normcore do you remember that no okay so normcore is the idea it's a it's a trend to have everything as normal and boring as possible. Oh wow! Yeah, it's crazy. So like, so apparently for them, Jerry Seinfeld was normcore, right? right yeah, because right, right, right. because he's just a normal dude living, you know, just like in in, in everything was very his not, life was very normal. And it was then, like and plain then, or vanilla. Yeah, very, like, exactly, plain vanilla. And then like, this like, is the base. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was the trend. Mm-hmm. Like you were being alternative if you were being normal. Well, I remember normcore. like even when I was going like in high school. Uh-huh. I went to high school in the late 90s. Like, there was a huge push, like, when it came to, like, bands like Weezer and, um, I don't know, other bands like that. Uh-huh. It was, like, it was suddenly cool to wear your grandpa's clothes. You know, it was suddenly cool to be, like, I'm going to wear a cardigan and, like, some, like, golf pants. And you're, like, I thought, it, like, when was that cool? <laughs> and they're, like, just now. We made it cool. <laughs> like, and then suddenly, you know, everybody sees Weezer doing it, and now everybody at my high school was wanting, like, to dress like a, you know, 50s golfer. Right. And you're like, but two months ago, it was all about, like, you know, just wearing band shirts and jeans and Converse. Do you remember the baggy jeans where everyone wore baggy jeans for a yeah. while? and belt, uh, or and, uh, chains for your belt yeah. or for your uh, wallet. Did you ever, do you remember the Jean Co. pants? Do you know yep. what Jean, oh mm-hmm. my God, mm-hmm. where you can fit like two people in each leg, you totally. know, like, totally. insane, yeah. And that <laughs> definitely got a resurgence like when the rave culture came into the mix, uh-huh. like because it was all about like the parachute pants or those big old just like wear the biggest pants you can Yeah, <laughs> because it looks cool when you're dancing in them. But it is like, I, I feel like certain trends come and go, but myself and maybe this is the ner- the norm core or whatever like i've always been that guy like let's just wear jeans and t-shirts like <laughs> yeah. when is that not in style right <laughs> yeah yeah ex- ex- exactly exactly and they were, uh, it was weird they had everything norm core it was they were talking about norm core cars what's the most norm core car you can think of normal uh like probably like a prius or some sort of like Camry. just a Oh yeah, it's Camry, a Toyota or, Camry or Honda Civic yeah, yeah that's pretty norm yeah, core it's, it's no no mind. honda would be like somewhat racing so that's, yeah. that's not norm yeah no camry's so. more norm car yeah or or ford focus hey I'm, I'm curious how do you um do you have anything that you use specifically to open a show to get mm. the audience's attention right away bam 
I used to do stuff about my name. Okay. Because I had that like thought about, oh, you have to get them like, you have to get them to know you somehow. Like, you know, because I would always see comics that would do well with uh, self-deprecating stuff at the top. Uh-huh. And, or at least like, <clears throat> hey, a lot of you are probably thinking why, like, you know, what's the deal with, and then they, you know, fill in the blank of what they might look like uh-huh. or what they, you know, appear to be. Yeah. But then, so I would do the same thing where it's like, uh, you know, a lot of people probably think that Daryl Williams. Yeah, yeah. So then I, and then I would just play off of that. But then I would realize, like, it, it wasn't foolproof. Certain times people wouldn't get on board. You know, it's suddenly like, oh, this, you know, you're talking about race or whatever. Yeah. And then it's suddenly like the whole rest of the set. Now I'm like kind of digging myself out. <laughs> it says, uh, as, <clears throat> as, a, as, a, as, a, as a white comedian, you have to be really really careful right what you say on stage and now i've I've somewhat (sighs) altered it where it's not necessarily where i just bring it up i almost do it more in like a like an observational way where i I say like hey recently i i googled the i googled my name and a lot of sexy r&b singers came up (laughs) and i thought like that's kind of weird like and that i've noticed plays more than to just be like hey i know that my name sounds kind of black yeah that, that reminds me. I'm curious. You know how some people they don't have uh, profile pictures on Tinder. What would happen if you just put your name Daryl Williams? Yeah, would they think you're a black dude, Probably. like a sultry black guy. You know, but you might fu- get some pretty good matches. Who knows? What you if know? I just like you know catfished it and put up like some black <laughs> yes. photos of yes. some sexy black guys? You That's know? a much better idea. What What am I doing? What Jesus. if I even you're did one it, step ahead of like, me? Like very deliberately, where like each of the five photos was a different black guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just like very clearly, clearly, like like, like the different like cornrows <laughs> in one, dreadlocks on another, you know. <laughs> One's like his law, like his law school photo. Another is like some guy on the like basketball court. <laughs> and like I'm just like, yeah, it's just five guys named Daryl Williams. <laughs> the third one is Paul George, yeah, <laughs> basketball player. And the sixth photo is me. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> I also. uh you know, I, I I used to tell a story not on on stage, but like just in life, where I would tell people that I um went to apply for a job, and uh, my the person that was interviewing me thought that I was going to be a black guy, uh. and then like told me like, oh yeah, I th- thought you were going to be a black guy, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, not, and then I didn't get the job, so I always was like, was it because I wasn't black? <laughs> and nobody's. <laughs> I get it. That's good. I think but everybody good. is like. Even if it was, who cares? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's those types of like uh, when people talk about like white privilege, I'm like, I bring up that story, and I'm like, "Where's your white privilege now?" <laughs> but it still falls on deaf ears. Uh, am I um I I do a thing. Uh, um, well, I'll, I'll open up shows sometimes talking about just my name, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I feel like I should talk about my appearance as well. Because, well, Mercado uh, is definitely an interesting like white guy last name. It's not. That's the thing because I'm not I'm not entirely white and Intr- that, that, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. <clears throat> that's why I bring it up. Excuse me. I thought that's when you were going to go into your accent, <laughs> oh. right? <laughs> Let me get ready. I turn around and just <laughs> have an, I have a Spanish accent the hey. entire rest of the podcast. It's like a very like horrible speeding Gonzalez. <laughs> what What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> I um yeah no my last name is is Mer- Mercado I just say it Mercado mm-hmm. I mean the, the the proper way to say it I'll try to say it's Mercado it's mm-hmm. it, you know obviously you know what it means probably market it means right? market yeah, yeah. yeah so the whole bit is just about I address my name why I look this way 
And, you know, and just I just I just continue off of that vein. And, and a lot of times it does soften the audience up. Mm-hmm. OK, but um, but I feel like I should address how I look a little bit more, but I don't know where to go from there. You know, like, and yeah. how do you perceive yourself like looking like uh, that's the thing? I, this is something I don't really talk to people about. I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like I look like I could be hipsterish, you mm-hmm. know? Um, well, but, you do have hair and glasses. Yes, I have hair and glasses. Mm-hmm. So anyone with hair and glasses, it's pretty hipsterish. Hipster. Yeah, <laughs> you wear t-shirts. I wear t-shirts. Another hipster yeah. trope. I wear the button-ups as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I just I, the, the button-ups are hipster trope as whoa. well. Yes. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> slow down. Slow. I know. I got. I got to calm down. The thing is, is, is that I cri- I criticize almost every single group of people when it comes to like the hipsters. Like, yeah, sure. Like, there's some cool things about that, but there's a lot of pretentious ass hipsters out there mm-hmm. as well that i just i just they're so insufferable i can't fucking i just can't talk to them and it you does know? seem like a lot of comics kind of play into that trope too like again like we we're talking about different cliques back in high school mm-hmm. you don't see that goth you know comic yeah you don't see that punk comic i mean i guess maybe to like a small extent like dane cook and those types of dudes like goth no. Yes. Yes. Yeah. A goth dink. I want to see that. That would I be. Oh, he needs to totally <laughs> reimagine himself. Goth cook. Yep. Yeah. Ra- rebrand it. All right. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Like, so you have like certain guys that are, I guess, maybe Jim Brewer's like that uh, rock and roll type of brand. Uh. Burt Kreischer's kind of that party guy. Yeah. Uh. But like, there aren't other tropes where you're totally like, this could be a guy. This could be, you know, some sort of voice. That people re- would relate to. Yeah. But there's none out there. Like, you don't see the guy that's, like, dressed up like the trench coat mafia or fucking, like, Neo from <laughs> uh-huh. The Matrix. And then he's like, what's the deal with <laughs> not having a, you know, a switchblade in <laughs> in your right size or what? I don't know. I'm trying to riff yeah. off of being a goth comic. I don't oh, know. I got you. I, 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 I got you. Like, how come some people can't dodge bullets and I can't? I don't know. I'm thinking about Neo specifically now, yeah. I guess. Why don't they sell foundation to dudes? <laughs> uh, but I feel like uh, maybe certain comics need to find that niche. It's like there's always like that like one or two guys that like come out of the scene that are like, oh, he's clearly I don't know if it's like a character, but it is uh, like he's that guy. Yeah. Curious, what do you think of when you see me immediately? Maybe not mm. necessarily in real life, but on stage. I don't know. I want to say, yeah, it's a uh, describe just casual white guy. Casual white guy. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm assuming that yeah, you're probably uh, from like a a middle class family. Okay, probably didn't have like a lot of hardships. Okay, you know, that's interesting. But uh. also. Probably think that like you did, you know, like you didn't get that power will when you were eight, so it was like a real devastating type of thing. <laughs> or you, I need to talk to more people about this. <laughs> I really do. This is actually this is somewhat enlightening. Have I you thought admit. about like dressing a certain way? Uh huh. You know, based on like what your comedic styling is. That's it's a good point. Man, you know, I'm, like when yeah. did Paul F. Tompkins decide like oh, I, I need to wear him. suits? He's so funny. Love that guy. I know you're right. I don't. I, I wonder. I wonder when the turning point was for him. And I, I just, everything comes together for him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? On stage, mm-hmm. it's like he's wearing that suit. Like, yes, listen to him talk. Right, it makes sense. You know, right? Like, yeah. And um, and and uh, and for me, I'm not really sure the way in which I perform is conforming to any specific way I'm dressing yet. I don't know if that's a thing I should even think about or what. Well, but it I, is. A, yeah. 
like with comics, I've noticed like, you know, guys that will be on stage just at a live open, you know, mic or just a live gig, uh-huh. they'll dress a certain way. But if it's like they're taping their special, obviously they'll like, like John Mulaney, he'll wear a suit. A suit every time, yeah. But like, I'm sure he doesn't wear a suit just at some open mic when he's like just running material, like, or when he's like just popping in on like some club or whatever. Or maybe he does. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm assuming like certain guys, they just, but even like, like, I feel like a lot of the greats, they like figure out like, I'm going to wear this and then they just start wearing that all the time. Yeah. I mean, Burt Kreischer's whatever thing, it is. He's just shirtless. Yeah. That's I'm going to be the shirtless dude. Yeah. Forever. Uh-huh. Or like, yeah, like even Louis would wear just like a black shirt most of the time. It would yeah. just always just be a black shirt. Uh-huh. Do you think when he comes back, he's not going to do that? It's going to be a white shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to be... <laughs> that's, like, that's somehow more fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's sure, just, Louis. I, oh, man. It's just going to be a shirt that says, I'm sorry, just on the front. Just a big, I'm sorry. And uh, Or just says innocent in black letters. Right. No. <laughs> but, like, you also... Like, with Eddie Murphy, like... How long do you think he thought about, like, I need to fucking wear a leather purple outfit for this special? <laughs> it needs to be all leather. It needs to be purple. Shiny. <laughs> Looks like he's wearing shower curtains. Yeah. But, like, Prince's shower curtains. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> he's, like, he, he ripped off Prince's shower curtain and went, make me a shirt. Yeah. Make me this suit. He was hanging out at Prince's place immediately before doing mm-hmm. the special mm-hmm. and had nothing to wear. Right. He's like, I know you have a tailor here, and I love these shower curtains. And like Carlin, oh. he was always like in a black turtleneck. Like, that was his thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I almost feel like it's like, in a weird way, like, like liberating. Because then you don't have to worry about like, well, what should I wear? It's like, <laughs> I just wear this. That's, that's my outfit. Yeah, no, there's not. Um, like you're a cartoon uh, character. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It's, it's, it's. It's part of your identity, but it's also something, I don't know, it's a little bit weirder. It, it's exactly cartoon character. It doesn't, honestly, if you put it that way, it doesn't seem like you're engaging with a real person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a little weird, too. Mm-hmm. That can be weird. you got to be careful with that, I think, also. You want to be as genuine as you possibly can. Um, what, what is it? There's, like, there's Do you sorry. think at some point, like, Paul F. Tompkins is just like... That's what I mean, too. Yeah. I wish I... Maybe I should just not wear a suit tonight. <laughs> like, I just... Uh, <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> the pocket square that I want just isn't here from the dry cleaners, and I need to wear this lapel. Uh, I'll just wear flip flops instead. <laughs> I feel like Paul of Tompkins is uh, is what it would look like if hipsterism continued to evolve in the trajectory that it did when it was at its peak. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like if it continued to go in that direction, everyone would look like Paul of Tompkins. Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> it's like great groups too. Like yeah. he's the same. Like I don't know, like. For lack of a better word, like foppish type of dude. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like very well to do. Yeah, definitely. And, I can see that. And uh, you're like, wow. Like I haven't seen a lot of uh, comics wear an ascot, <laughs> but uh, you can pull it off. <laughs> and I kind of want to be that dude too. I've always wanted to like, you know, I thought like if you wore a suit every day to work, like oh whoa, you're like the shit. Like you must be like pulling down seven figures tons of pussy all these things and it's like no like plenty of dudes like the geek squad wears a suit to work yeah that's do like, they? <laughs> i'm honestly <laughs> they wear a shirt and tie <laughs> uh plenty of uh, janitors wear a suit <laughs> but uh yeah no i'm not saying that but i did feel like uh there was some sort of like you know like if you want to be a certain dude you wear a suit uh yeah and uh if you do wear a suit you're gonna look the, like the shit 
yeah, 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 yeah. But then also, like, I feel like in this comedy scene, like, especially in the open mic scene, if you showed up in a suit to every open mic, people, I feel like there would be a lot of like, what's the deal with this dude? Like, like All you almost, <laughs> you almost have to be that like, like it's about fitting in just as much as how funny you are. Yeah, yeah. And it, it reminds me of a uh, Job Arrested Development. He'd have a suit on, be like. $2,000 suit, come on, you know, like, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. what if all of your material was just, like, suit material to piss everyone off? <laughs> like, you have an expensive-ass suit at an open mic, and yeah. you just talk about the suit. And his closer was just like, everybody, get a suit. You'll like the way you look. I guarantee it. <laughs> just drops the mic after that. Hey, that was the guy from the, what? He's doing, stand- he's Jesus, doing- that's all he can talk about. I guess talk about what you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's like this is weird, like guerrilla style marketing. I know. Right? I'm just gonna hit a bunch of open mics and then close with the commercial. <laughs> what if he's the saddest motherfucker ever? Like that's yeah. like that's all he knows, and I, he just the, he can't talk to anyone. The last thing I heard about him was that he was he came out as like a big weed advocate. Oh, okay. He was totally on board of like like we don't care about if our employees are like token up or whatever. Like we're still like. Like we're a California-based company, so we don't give a shit. Nice. So they they would like the way they look even more. Yeah, if they're high, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, smoke a joint. You'll love this <laughs> shitty suit. God damn it! Our suits' quality are getting worse. We go, what are we gonna do about this? Advocate weed. When they're yeah. high, they'll they'll think it's better. They'll think it's better. Yeah, get them high. They'll buy anything. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So before we leave, guys, I always want to end with this uh, thing that I stole from the actor's studio who stole it from Bernard Peebo. And uh, so it's on brand of uh, just let's steal creative things from one another. Okay. And I ask these questions to every guest towards the end, and they're just kind of rapid-fire nonsense questions, but uh, we can get into them uh, at length or at short length. So the f- this is actually called Inside the Comics Studio. Okay, the first question is, if you could make up a geometric shape, what would it be called? Oh, fuck. And what would it be? Uh, well, if I could make up a geometric shape, first of all, what would it be called? Or uh, we could just rename something that already exists, yeah. too. Um, you know what I've noticed? There's a lot of G sounds. Octagonal, hectagonal. It has to be gonal. Yeah. Something it's gonal. gone. It's going to yeah. be gonal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so it's going to be... Um, the Gonagonal. 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 Okay. Gonagonal. Now, how many sides does this... How many shapes does it have? How many... Yeah. Okay. This has... First, it's not... It doesn't connect. So, mm. it's it's like it's kind of a, like... It Ooh. connects in the beginning, but it's like... It's like... It's like, you know, those 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 uh, those, those nautical shells? Mm-hmm. What are they called? What the fuck are they called? Yeah, Nautilus. Nautilus. It's mm-hmm. a Nautilus. Mm-hmm. Okay? And it has a bunch has of sides, a, yeah. but it goes into a Nautilus shape. Mm. Okay? Because it's a gana, 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 gana. You know what I mean? Sorry, like the a spiral. And then there's a gana, gana, Every time you say gana is a, a line. And, mm-hmm. and then that, that's a side. And then it's gone, gone all the way across. So, and like, if it's have... a twenty, like sided gonagol, uh-huh. it's like a gone, 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 Yeah, gone, you have gone, to gone. keep saying it, yeah. it, it, it. It could be anywhere from um, um, from a ten to thirty sides. Got it. That's a gonagol. It has okay. to be the the, the nautical shape. Right. right. I got it. That's a sweet idea. I am totally on board with it. Sweet for sure. I don't even know if it's defined as an actual, you know, <laughs> based off the parameters that I'm setting. Yeah. No, I bet <laughs> I bet we've helped science in some way yes. just now for okay. sure. <laughs> okay, the next question is, what is your favorite joke that never gets a laugh? Favorite joke that never gets a laugh. Oh, that's a good one. 
Um, okay. Let's see. Oh, okay. There's something I've been trying recently. It kind of does get chuckles sometimes, but it's very dark. Yeah. It's, it's, it's too dark for most people. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and I'll do it in public too, and I just think it's funny. It's just like, I'll just be like, hey, whatever happened to David Bowie? You know, I'll just say stuff mm-hmm. like that. People mm-hmm. that are obviously dead. And I'll talk about them in length of like, why haven't I heard anything from them in a while? You know, like, and I think that's hilarious. Like, just pr- what happened to Prince? What happened yeah. to Michael Jackson? You yeah. know, like, I just think that's funny. It doesn't get laughs as much as I would like. And I don't know if I should keep doing it, but I just think it's, yeah. I brought up almost a similar type of thing where, uh, yeah, after certain people died, uh-huh. like right now, I'd be like, is anybody still listening to David Bowie? <laughs> like, who's putting on his record, like, and going, dude, this is the shit. <laughs> anybody know this? Like, where's everybody? <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, we, we get that he died, okay, but nobody else, like, we're, nobody's really listening to David Bowie. Mm, like, <laughs> I listen to him. I feel like enough people. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry, I didn't mean that's to go where, against nope, the, <laughs> That's where I got you. See, that's where nobody would be laughing. Oh, They're like, nope, I listen to him all the time. <laughs> well, I, I understand the sentiment. Yeah. I totally get it. Because right. it's like because a lot of people that die, it's like all of a sudden the attention is directly onto them and then yeah. all of a sudden they're amazing. You know, like like what if, like for me it was Lincoln Park. Uh, for me it was like Chester Bennington died, all of a sudden everyone was like, Holy shit, dude, oh my god, he was so really mm-hmm. you listen to them are you sure? You yeah, know, like yeah, I, yeah. I doubt you had the Lincoln Park C D in your car. Exactly. Exactly. When he died. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I feel like yeah, it's like I hate to say it, but I hate this this new form of virtue signaling where it's like this whole, like, I'm going to promote and post all online about me being a certain way and me being this type of caring person. And it's like, exactly. Like, when was the last time you listened to Linker Park? <laughs> you didn't. So stop talking about how you love Chester. It's a lot of hypocrisy. Out yeah. There, man. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, nobody out there did. Like, there are those few people that were like, yeah, I was listening to Linker Park and I went to 12 out, like, concerts and blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> yeah. it was a real travesty. And it's like, yeah, okay, I get it. But, uh. It's the same people that, like, put the I vote sticker on their Instagram. You look at their ballot, and all they did was vote for fucking, like, one thing on the ballot. President or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're like, you didn't look at one initiative. You didn't look at one, like, <laughs> fucking measure or anything. Like, one judicial, like, judge that's going to be, like, in there for life. You didn't look at it. Nope. It's like, I didn't vote for Trump. <laughs> so I'm a hero. You're like, you live in fucking California. It didn't matter. That's another thing. It's a, we're God, the, the, the bubble that we're in. Like we're doing nothing. You know what I mean? We're not doing much by voting liberal here. I wonder. I wonder yeah. if I wonder if there's ever a possibility, a reality, in which I'd be able to operate and do what I would like to do in a state that maybe is kind of red. You know, because mm. because then it would be able to affect some kind of change in there. I don't know, Tennessee or whatever. Because Tennessee still has a good music scene and probably, I heard they have mm-hmm. a, an okay comedy scene. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's um, all right. <laughs> kind of like the birthplace of country. It's whatever. Like a purple place. Colorado is purple, right? Right. Colorado They're, is purple. They got a mix yeah. of both, for sure. That might be a good place to be. I don't know. Yeah. But it is weird how, like, and I don't want to get too much into more of this, but it is, like, how, like, you know, Republicans were, like, originally based on all these, like, Democratic values that we see nowadays. Yeah, yeah. It's like you got all this, like, yeah, we don't care what you do in your country, like, whatever. Like, that was a Republican value. Now it's like, no, we're going to tell you what to do. Blah, blah, blah. It's weird. It's yeah. Just this, uh, it's this sinister undercurrent of people that are trying to uh, persuade others that they still have some kind of uh, some views for the working people, you know? But they're but they're it's, it's they're not the same people anymore, you know? It's, it's weird. Yeah. Fucking hip- hypocrites. <laughs> That's what I tells you. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to another question. If hell exists, what would you like to hear Satan say to you? What would I like to hear Satan say to me? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm imagining getting to hell, first day in hell. Mm-hmm. Gates open. Yep. Satan's there. And just in, in, yep. in, in, in maybe he says, uh, I think he would say something to the effect of, um, uh, okay, any any sort of decadence here is free for you to do, but you're also going to be on fire forever. 
mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know. And then you go, yay! <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I always, because I always thought that, like, okay, like there's everything's game. No, everything's fair game. Either nothing because it's sinful and you're in hell. Like mm-hmm. you're obviously like everything's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like that's that that's what seems like the only drawback to me is that you're on fire forever, you know. Like right. <laughs> yeah. But if you're on fire, but you can't die, uh-huh. do you think eventually you just get what used matter? to the pain? Hell might be a lot better than heaven. Is yeah, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like I feel like like pain is only a pain because it's like something that's temporary. Exactly. Yeah. No. Exactly. And, 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 and I feel like a lot of people in hell would probably be uh, masochistic anyway. You know, like, mm-hmm. maybe they would they love would, that pain. They would love the pain. Yeah. yeah. People ball gags everywhere. They'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I, I went to hell so you could set me on fire. What the <laughs> fuck? I thought that's what you were going to do here. What? You're not going to do that? Oh shit! I should have went to heaven. <laughs> heaven seems boring as fuck. They both seem boring. I, yeah. Yes. I, I feel like we don't know a lot about heaven. The best thing about like this world that we live in is that it's both. Yeah. There's good moments and bad moments, but the reason why you feel that the good moments mean anything is because you've realized what bad moments feel like. Yep, yep. You have the contrast. The contrast is what the human experience is. Uh-huh. This felt like shit, so now I'm going to do this other thing. And now, whoopsie-daisy, this doesn't feel like shit. Amazing. Like, I'm <laughs> glad I now experience both. Because you have to. You have. The only way you're going to experience one is if you experience the other. Yeah, exactly. It's the duality of life. Exactly. And you're, you're, you're in heaven, same thing. Everything's supposed to be perfect out there, really? Everything's yeah. supposed to be perfect. And throwing it back to Twilight Zone, we had that one guy that couldn't lose in gambling. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, is that suddenly heaven or hell? Like, if there's no risk involved and you're just going to now win the jackpot every time you put a quarter in, it's like, well, what's the fun of that? Yeah. Like, once the- There's no opportunity for change. Yeah. You no, know, it's just I'm, like, it's going to be like this forever. It's, and I just know the outcome already. Yeah. And it's just going to be this win like come on no you have to have the fail to experience what the good feels yeah plus i feel like everybody in heaven knows how to sing and play the harp and i can't do that so mm-hmm. i'd be mm-hmm. out of place i'm not a musical person you know? oh yeah there yeah. would definitely be some jam sessions that you would <laughs> have to get on and then they would be like oh we're gonna sing that you know new hymn from uh 18th century and you're like Ugh. <laughs> really hymns again fuck you saint thomas aquinas yeah <laughs> fuck this how do you say it aquinas mm-hmm. is it aquinas i'm gonna say it's gonna be Aquarius. Okay, that sounds better to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, next question. What sexual position will you never try again? Uh, maybe. Uh, okay, well, I mean, this might be unpopular, but I tried anal twice. Yeah. Do not like it. All right. Do not like it. Well, I'm, I feel like some ladies are going to be uh, uh, very happy that you <laughs> took that hard stance against that. <laughs> and I also agree in my own experience that, yeah, anal isn't um, all that it's cracked up to be. I also feel like it might be just yeah for certain chicks, but most chicks, not so much. Uh-huh. I've had the, and it was weird. Both experiences were <laughs> completely different. Yeah. I, I, uh, I um, the, the first time it's like whoa, it's so tight in there. You know, that's what it felt. <laughs> it's because it was a dude. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the first time uh, it was like my first girlfriend. It was just like it was it was so tight to the point to where I just couldn't do it. It was yeah. just like too much. And then and oh, then, that's uh, like a humble brag on your dick being so big. <laughs> But the second Guys, time I just couldn't you, get it in. No, it's like, so big. <laughs> the second time was the entire opposite. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it doesn't sound like my dick is big now. Yeah. Which oh, it's just like a hot dog through a hallway. You know, it, it's just it was so loose and like, I mean, the first time was lubricated too. But this was this was like, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Am I, did I, am I in your vagina right now? Mm-hmm. Am I in your? Because it feels like I might be, but right. I'm not really sure. But it's a little bit different. It's like a drier vagina. Yeah. I don't know. It was yeah, and both both times it's just a little bit unsettling. Yeah. I had. Um, a few women in my life where they'd be all for like the digits or whatever so you'd be like you know hitting them up doggy style and then they're like yeah put the finger in my butt too so then you're like doing both and they're like all for that 
But then when you go up to that next stage of like, how about more than the finger? They're like, maybe. And then they quickly are like, no. <laughs> the finger's cool. We'll go back to that. <laughs> but I'll still masturbate to anal videos. Yeah, I'd like it. Yeah, which is weird. It's like... No, it ain't weird. It's not, no, I mean, it's not <laughs> weird. I mean, for me specifically, it's like, I don't like anal at all. You uh, know? And, and then I like the anal videos. Mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way with uh, watching black guys. Okay. I don't like them, uh-huh. but I like watching them. But one porn. of them is named Daryl, and that's why you like Yep, <laughs> yep. Like that guy, definitely me. It's <laughs> a black Daryl fucking a woman Daryl, <laughs> and it's just two Daryls going at it, and that's what I love most, is that they're both yelling out Daryl at the same time. <laughs> yep, that's what I do. Guys, I'm sure you do the same. Anyway, let's move on to another question. What profession would you like to see abolished? Profession? profession yeah, just no more of that thing. Like, It's not like we're killing off people. It's just like, hey, for no no more of that job. That no job no longer exists. That job. Um, referees. In a certain sport or just Everything. all sport? Every because sport. Because it would be hilarious. No more Chaos. adjudication. We're not going to. Yeah. <laughs> no more calls. We're just going to leave it up to the players. Just have them fight it out. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, I assume most games started off like that. Probably. Where yeah. they just, you know, it was basically like this, you know, sport, sportsman code of, hey, we're just going to go against like, hey, we all know you were out. So <laughs> just get out or whatever, you know. Like, or we all know that you didn't cross the the scrimmage line, so you can't call that a first down or whatever. But then, of course, but but referees though are getting uh, phased out by uh, machines, machines, and mm-hmm. uh, you know instant replay and all of those types of things. Like we can call strikes without a, a dude behind the plate. Oh no, yeah. Oh, I'm talking about no um, no oversight whatsoever. Right. Like not even machines. Oh, it'd just, just be interesting. Just a. a <laughs> Free for all. But it's basically now we're just going off of, like, just a code of good sportsmanship. Basically, yeah. But then there's also the possibility of, Even though your team got an out uh or or didn't hit the base in time or whatever, you have to adhere to the rules of, like, yeah, you didn't get to the base on time. Like, it it can't be just like, no, I touched it because I want my team to win. Uh Yeah. And then I also have the other scenario in my mind where have you ever played that game of Slugfest and it'll be Slugfest? Yes. Okay. So it would be like that, and it would be whole. It would be great to watch. It would be so yeah. much fun to watch. Yeah. I'd just be standing. Someone would be standing on base, like, okay, I'm on second base. I'm safe. And then another, like, second baseman would come up to him, beat the shit out of him. They're off the base, and then they tag him and get him out. That would happen in real life, and I would watch it every day. Well, that would make <laughs> baseball a lot more exciting, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. It was like NFL Blitz, but for baseball. It, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly yeah I loved it. And I, and, I, and, I, and I feel like shit for saying that I would love to see that in real life because it's not happening to me, but still... I'd like to say, like, the way to make uh, baseball a lot more interesting is to just make them not wear cleats. Okay. Like, if they could just have that, like, if they were wearing, like, you know, basketball shoes or Yeezys, like, they would totally just be slipping and falling, like, (laughs) everywhere. Like, all of them would be, like, gentler on the, like, running aspect. Oh, yeah. Which would make it amazing. (laughs) But, okay, let's move on to another question. What celebrity would you like to be mistaken for? It's weird because I always look at myself and I don't think I look like anyone. So I'm trying to think, like, and, and but then someone else will say that I look like someone. But what would you really like, sure. what would to, I like be to be mistaken? Not yeah. what do you get mistaken okay, for? Okay, I got one. Um, but it's still someone that I got mistaken for when I was in high school, and I can't think of anything else. It was the Julian Casablancas from The Strokes. Oh, I don't know. He's the lead singer. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, it's cool. always a, a lead singer for an up and coming awesome band. That would be fucking amazing to be like mistaken for. Hell yeah, I had stalkers in high school. It was pretty cool. Yeah, and, <laughs> and would you ever like play it off or like go like, yep. Uh, Mr. Brightside, I thought about that whole thing myself. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought of the killer songs as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> Any 
the band. I'm really good at this. Oh, that's right. You said the Strokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're all the same, right? <laughs> they had similarities for sure. And for, for me, what was like, the Strokes? What was their hit? There's the last night. That was their big one. Then someday was another one. I don't know. I'm trying to think. What of was the first take hits. me out one? Like, take, take me, me out, out. That was Franz Ferdinand. Oh, I, yeah. see, I don't know the Strokes <laughs> at all. <laughs> Franz Ferdinand is pretty sweet. I, don't, I, I like all these love bands. Most of them are pretty good. Killer Strokes, Franz Ferdinand. They're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, no, I thought it was weird because <clears throat> um, I, I don't know having people having people stalk you. It's not the same as like having a mutual attraction. I mean, even if they're hot, it just for me it's weird having someone stalk you. Like it, it, that's a turn off, you know. Like it's it's a weird thing. Well, I mean, obviously, if uh, we have our uh, thoughts correct and our hopes met, we'll someday have uh, some sort of fame with comedy. But do you feel like you're gonna have like? Groupies in comedy or women that are like, he's so funny and I'm gonna have sex with him because he's just so funny. I don't know. I don't know. Because I've always been, <laughs> I've never been, I've never been that kind of that kind of dude. It's really weird for me. Like I've um, I can't hook up with people. This is a weird thing to admit. I can't hook up with people. It needs to be like second, third date type thing. You right, know what I mean? Right. I can't just fuck someone randomly that I just met. I've mm. tried it before. It was weird. I don't want to do it again. You know, I've done it multiple times. You have to have like feelings it. behind it. Is that weird? I feel like that's weird. It's kind of gay. Yeah, it's a little gay. I'm pretty gay. Not weird, guys, but I'm pretty yeah. gay. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm you could definitely be a gay straight dude for oh, sure. Oh, fuck yeah. No, okay. The best compliment I've ever gotten, I'll tell you right now, the best compliment yeah. I've ever gotten in my life was... um. Um, a butch lesbian friend that I have nice. okay, during yeah. a party uh, yeah. <laughs> came up to me and said that I am the perfect blend of masculine and feminine energy. Awesome. And I will always cherish that compliment yeah. for and the rest of she, my life. And then she punched you in the dick. Right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little more masculine. I don't know. I'm really sure. But yeah, she, yeah that's but tight. It's from an authority figure in that aspect because she's right. a butch lesbian. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. She she's gets both the it. same blend. <laughs> the best blend of masculine and feminine energy. So, right, yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, next question. What is your best impression? Best impression? Oh, fuck, that I can do? Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a celebrity. It uh-huh. can just be, you know, you can impersonate your mom or your, uh, somebody that you knew at work one time. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this is something that I do from time to time. This is an impression of an amputee. Yeah. It's an impression of an amputee. Dude, hold my beer. <laughs> that's it. He doesn't have arms. So. <laughs> yeah. <that's> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good impression. I, I, I feel like that came from a real place. I just thought because like I, I just I, I like to take common expressions and invert them in weird ways and mm-hmm. like that's something that people say yeah so I thought put that in this situation that should know, be like, a title of a movie dude hold my beer <laughs> but it's about an amputee yeah you know? that goes to a lot of parties mm-hmm. <laughs> played by Jason Statham there you go there or you Ashton go. Kutcher mm. one of the two yeah <laughs> okay next question can you make a fart noise okay wait can I do it with my hands yeah okay give me a sec. Nice. That was tight. Yeah, I like that. That was some like it had some good wetness. It was like short to the point. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Sweet. Could you ever do the armpit farts? I think I can. Yeah. Do I never got to do that, but if you could, I would be amazed by I, it. I fucking I knew somebody they could fart on demand. Like real farts. Real farts. On demand. Nice. It was insane. And it was like pronounced like yeah. audible farts. Yeah, like you could hear him sucking in air with his ass, <laughs> which is insane. Yeah, yeah, this guy was clearly uh married, right? <laughs> no. Oh, this is like when I was a kid. Shocking. This is like when I was a kid, and um, and we'd like sleep over each other, their friends' houses or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and, and, and it was maybe fucking I was like thirteen or something, and, and like he would just suck in and just fucking blow out with his asshole. You yeah, know? It was yeah, insane. Yeah. And I hope he's now doing that at like bar mitzvahs uh-huh. and any social event that he's at. <laughs> like, oh man, Uncle Gary always with the farting. <laughs> 
He is constantly, he's always farting. God damn it. Yeah, I turned into a weird dude. He turned into a weird, well, not in a good way, either. No, he just, no. He got... <laughs> Let's hope he's in prison by now. <laughs> okay, next question. If you were to create a podcast, what would it be called? Interesting. Um, God, it's so boring. I feel like it's boring. I feel like I need mm-hmm. to make it more appealing. Yeah. Because it's the, the idea that I have, I feel like is interesting, but I feel like I would call it common ground or something. No, I like the word like, more appealing. More appealing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, dude, that's all. Just what, what would it be called? Yeah, that's it? common that's ground. It? Yeah, common and ground. obviously, yeah. What would it be? What okay. Would it be, oh, what would it be? Okay. Uh, well, what I would do is I would have um, two people from entirely um, uh, opposing sides of the political spectrum come in, and they'd sit down, and we all three of us would have a conversation. But what they would do is instead of arguing their political points. They would talk about their life story, and not necessarily in a way in which um, you know it take forever, but just like the struggles that they had to deal with growing up, you know, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. and put it into a story form, and then it would switch off to the next person, and they would go through their story, and there would be no arguing of any political points. I just want to treat, it, see if I can find a way to mend the the, the the division that we currently have, and that's something that I would like to do to contribute. Um, yeah, to society. That's, sounds boring. Sounds boring as fuck, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it like, sounds amazing. Like, like a story, no. like a story core thing from NPR. You know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would have like audio types of uh, things involved in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely. No, would. that would be some tight. Kind of, some kind of sense. No, yeah. I would totally listen to that and tell all my friends that I was better than them because they didn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's weird. It'd be one of those like, you know, a social status podcast. God damn it! See, that's like you're right. It would be that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um, and I and I wanted to appeal to everyone. No, um, in some way, but yeah. But it would be niche. But whoever listened would be totally like better than anybody else who didn't. I like that. I like. I wish I was my that was my podcast. But I feel like uh, uh the audience that listens to this are, are a lot of people that um don't know how to run like the internet. Mm. They don't know like a lot of like text, like they don't know technology. I got you. I mm-hmm. got you. I feel like maybe I could start in the comedy community and just have people from both ends of the spectrum come in yeah. and tell their story. You could because I'm, that's where I am. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that way. You know, I would but, do that. Uh-huh. Or just like every walks of life. Yeah. Not just comedy, yeah. but just rocket scientists, strippers, yeah. meter maids, uh-huh. all sorts of like different types of meter maids. That's, yeah. No, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> homeless people. Yeah. You dog know, just walkers. Like a, just like a homeless Republican and a homeless Democrat. People that, that live in their car. People that yeah. live in a dumpster. People that live in a, a bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all different types of homeless. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So last question. When was the last time you were kissed? Last night. Yeah. <laughs> and was it tight? It was all right. It's cool. Yeah. yeah it was, it was a, like, you didn't regret the experience? I didn't regret the experience. Um, we like we do have a connection, um, but at the same time, it's like... A love connection? Like, we like each other, mm. but at the same time, I don't know if I'm seeing her again. Because it was a weird thing. We just... I mean, we talked about it, you know? Like, yes. It was a oh, weird situation. Oh, it was situation. the same girl with the... Same one. Same one yeah, with the, the doppelganger. The mirror doppelganger. image. Mm-hmm. The one I got mirror imaged from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So that's interesting that she like danced with this other dude. So, but still made out with you. Yeah. So in a weird way, it's almost like you would want to thank that dude. Like, hey, thanks for getting like the motors revved. <laughs> no, it was, I made out before they were. They were. They were uh, ah. Yeah, yeah. So I got the motors revved for him. Ah. Yeah. So he should be thanking you. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> makes more sense. I guess. <laughs> All right, so let's end this bitch. Guys, we've been talking a little bit, but I want to thank, again, Andrew Marcado. Thank you for having me, man. For coming in, yes. Definitely, um, you are a mensch and a great guy. And uh, hopefully we uh, can meet again another day. Who knows? But, uh, guys, uh, throw out that social media if you want people to uh, follow you. 
Yes, I need to change my Instagram name because it's way too fucking long, but mm. I will do it at some point. My Instagram, I'm going to do that right away because what I always use. It's my name, my full name, Andrew Mercado, um, then numbers, all spelled out. Andrew Mercado, the words, then numbers. That's wow. the whole thing. That's a long name. It's a long fucking name. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was funny because people put numbers at the ends of their usernames, but yes. I'm just putting then numbers. But then I didn't think, oh, fuck, that's long as fuck. Who's going to want it? But it'll come up if you type my full name. It'll just come up and you can click on the whole thing. So you can do it that way. Yeah, do it that way, guys. Yeah, yeah much easier. And, uh, <laughs> uh, well, definitely follow us uh, at uh, This Comics Life wherever you get social media. And also, guys, if you uh, are in the mood for a completely different podcast, I also do the Sex in the City podcast called You're Such a Sex in the City podcast with your ever faithful guest host, April Lacha, as well as myself. So definitely check that out if you want to hear more of me. And again, just follow, rate, and subscribe, and blah, blah, blah. You've been listening to. Yeah. Come in.